Geek Shock. Geek Shock. It has had two. Two. Count them. It's no spent on my phone. Two, two crazy, sweaty summers in my pocket outside. Hello. So, yeah. yeah. Hello. You don't, yeah. you don't say goodbye to that. The heat no. is on. You keep that. <laughs> you, you cherish that relationship. That photo is DNA evidence yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, it really get, it got it got fucking cooked. It got fucking cooked. Oh, yeah. Frame it and hang it, man. Yes, no. it did. No. We hang cooked. it. So cool, come on, man. fine. Andy, close. you're lucky. Your phone makes phone calls. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I've got the battery taped in with scotch tape like it's supposed to be. <laughs> Andy's phone is so old; it's a little bird that flies on his wrist and taps out the message on a piece of stone in Morse. <laughs> original Twitter. Yeah. The Flintstone oh, phone. I thought you were going to say, it's, gonna say Andy, it's a it's a, a raven. Tell me, that they tell were me there is at least an upside to this phone that that this plan that you're on is like twenty dollars a month or something. It's it's about that. It's pretty they cheap. pay that's, him to hold on okay, to the phone. That's not <laughs> bad. He gets a check every month. <laughs> Technically, since I. Get a uh, extra money to pay for a phone for work. I'm actually being paid to use it, actually. Because nice. Don't let your bosses hear that. Yeah, well. take it away. <laughs> oh, fortunately, really? my bosses don't listen to this kind of podcast or anything. This kind of any, podcast. Anything, really? this kind anything of beyond like them. the 19, uh, 1980. I think Did you say 1930s? Yeah, about that. Hello, that. Since uh, talkie started, they don't pretty, pretty much <laughs> pretty much listen to anything. <laughs> electric just, cell phone. Electric since they cell brought phone. in that damn uh, audio, it's just not phone. worth listening to anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. Electric tie rack. Electric tie rack. Thank you. My company is being dragged into the 20th century. Thank you. Kicking and screaming. 20. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number 213. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Captain Luddite. Fact checked Andy. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Gentlemen, good to see you. Good hey. To see you, wow, nice good to Hello. be seen. Good to back. Hello. Always nice to have the commander here. Yes, yes. It's, it's a comforting. No thing. Bonzo. I was looking forward to meeting Bonzo. Yeah, Bonzo's coming Discussing back. Discussing the merits no of the Matrix sequels. Bonzo is very popular. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. it, uh, yeah. Yeah. People, people enjoying the Bonzo. Yeah, he's, so. he's got, uh, yeah. Whereas he's nobody mentions when I come back, so no, no, my nobody, days are numbered. <laughs> nobody <laughs> mentions when I'm gone either. So. <laughs> nobody knows when you, you were gone. You were gone. Yeah, he's like, well, since Jeff isn't here, I'm going to do my Masters of the, of the Universe bit. That's yeah, we right. talked about you not being here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there were many parking jokes. Yeah, Oh, the parking jokes. Uh, well, you know what? Two of you did something very geeky and awesome this week. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, please do share, finally, with our audience what you've been up to. We unleashed Christmas. <laughs> yes, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds That's all, really dirty. Nothing more needs world. to be said. Yeah, yeah That's so... <laughs> Now this is uh, this I is feel better. This is the expurgated, uh, censored version, right? With no yes. uh, child pornography. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what, it, what, it, I, I wrote it when I originally wrote it. It had a little more some swears in it and stuff. Actually, I've toned it down. It's still a little. It's still a little silly. Um, you know, there. It, but anyway, I, I don't want to give it all away. Um, give me the gist. What? What, what, gist what is, is what is the synopsis? Uh, this is a poem set to the same meter of the night before Christmas. Oh. That I wrote many years ago on a boat, and um, it's essentially the story of Santa's hat falls off his head, falls wait, wait. into the ocean, and uh, gets stuck on a octopus, who then becomes endowed with some of that Christmas magic, and he goes about trying to give gifts to kids who weren't on Santa's list, and I'm going to leave it at that. It's the traditional Christmas octopus tale, where the <laughs> octopus gives out sausage to children, whether they're good or bad, you know, like, like Santa, but not so judgy. 
Uh, is it a CD, a it's DVD, a, a book, a comic no, book? It's it comic a book, book. Okay. It, but it's a comic book that you can color too. So it's yeah. it's a yeah. coloring book format, a coloring graphic novel. There you yeah, are. for you uh, aspiring colorists out there. Sure, there you well, go. for the kids, there you go. for the kids. Like cramps, I've you got know? I've got the uh, coloring book version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas in my ah, house. Ah, see, yeah. there you go. Which is kind of cool. Uh, it really, for me, it, the way that Andy. Andy did a beautiful job on the artwork. It looks fantastic. And I really, for me, uh, Raymond Briggs' Father Christmas is my favorite Christmas book of all time. Oh, I don't right. know if you guys yes. are familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. But that's a wonderful one. And um, I felt like it's kind of an extension of that sensibility of, you know, a little more reality in your Christmas story. It was just, I loved that book. Um, Father, you know, Santa Claus shown as like a real person in that in that book and it was just really cool having him uh <laughs> having him feed the reindeer and going through all the troubles and you know having to make a pot of coffee and, and you know making tea and everything when he got home so cold and you know having to go to the outhouse and you know this is really is just really it just really humanized him i thought it was really really I cool i have yet to so. see the complete book of this of christmas puss mm-hmm. i mean i've heard the story i've heard you recite the i've been fortunate enough to hear a live recital of the uh the poem yes and it's delightful it's awesome and what are of the artwork i've seen it it looks awesome so mm-hmm. i'm i'm uh i'll probably purchase one myself it turned out really good you know? on top of you know despite all the weirdness of it being an octopus to get the sausage it really is kind of heartwarming when it gets down to it it's 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 a nice little tale. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's got a, it's got a good little moral thing to it there, you know, what, for for what it is for you know, but it's you know it's it's something that a family could read together on Christmas and and yeah, it's just uh, something. Uh, well, that's exciting. That's great news. Yeah, I was just happy to get it done yeah. and uh, very pleased to have it, so I can give it out to people at the holiday times, not pushed to the edge of uh, December. We unveiled at the Vegas Valley Comic Festival where. Uh, I got to uh, uh, moderate the panel for Greg Rocco, which was fun, and mm-hmm. oh, nice. Paul was there, and we were signing books. And Andy, please, we're talking about geeky stuff this week. Yeah. Yeah. So we got this. We, we we sold a couple books, and a uh, big thank you to Duncan for helping us out at the booth. Oh um, wow, that was yep. great. And uh, yeah, I had to leave pretty early, but uh, you did give a copy to Greg Rucka. Yeah, which is cool. And I don't know if uh, I'm, I doubt he listens, but uh, but Greg Rucka is a totally cool guy. I gave him a backstage tour at Star Trek: The Experience oh, years yeah, ago, okay. and he was kind <laughs> enough to send me a giant box full of graphic novels and pieces he yeah, worked I on. You mentioned that before, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really and so. Cool. It was really really cool. So now. Uh, He's got a copy of our ridiculous little comic book. Oh, he nice. used to come sit at the bar too. He, uh, Darren and I could have talked to him for hours, but we were always like, he's always like, hold that thought. I'm going to yeah, take care of our guests and that other guests and come he's back. Good people. I, I believe him. The- and uh, I forgot who came, who came in with him like a couple of times. There was another artist that mm-hmm. came in with, but anyway, they, yeah, I, I believe the whole interview will be online eventually, but they're really so about putting that together at the library district. But, uh, when it comes out, I'll let you know because it's, cool. it's a good interview. Yeah, oh, we'll good. put a link up to it. Yeah. That'd be there, cool. there was a funny bit where I mentioned that he was known for writing female, and he goes, "Stop right there! If you're going to say I'm known for writing strong female characters, I'm walking off the stage." Nice. And then he went off and answered the whole thing, but, but <laughs> by not answering it, but he, he went through the whole thing. It was pretty funny. Hilarious. Uh, so the comic book festival was cool. Uh, great displays by a lot of people. A lot of good artwork out there. Um, I want to give a couple quick shout outs. Uh, Waffles Shop of Wonders. Check out Waffles Shop of Wonders. 
this is an Etsy type thing. Okay. She's got an Etsy shop. She sells pillows, plushies, accessories, and more. She had all kinds of really great fabric prints that she'd made into pillows and different little shapes mm. and things like that. And I, I asked her if she did uh, bed sheet sets. And she said she hadn't, but she was always up for a challenge because I'm yeah, me. I want a queen He-Man bedsheet set. That's what I want. Who oh, wouldn't? I, I didn't ask about. I'm going to ask her about maybe some Masters of the Universe fabric if she can get a hold of it. I don't know if it even is out there because uh, I still have, as we all know, my 1983 Masters of the Universe pillowcases that I sleep on. And they are <laughs> wonderful. But, uh, yeah, check her out. Uh, Brittany Butta is the, the name she has here. But, um Waffles House of Wonders. Waffles Shop of Wonders. Waffles Shop of Wonders. She had, she had a funny story. She was packing up. She was she was talking to the, nice. a couple of the other people in the booths and talking about a convention where she was working where somebody walked up and talked about how great they were and everything. And he's like, how much for the pillow? It's like, well, it's $30. And it's like, oh, I could make that for eight. Okay. Then make like, it. Okay. Don't make what a jerk. Wow. What a <laughs> Then go make it, asshole. Jerky jerks. Yeah. Well, and then there was another uh, really fun little uh, art booth that I stopped by. Uh, this gentleman, um, he does a book, uh, a web comic called Ninjakin. It's basically ninja chickens. What's well, Ninjakin is a ninja chicken, but then they're all. But we, we <laughs> thought I, I thought, well, you know, Christmas puss Ninjakin. That kind of makes some sense. So I went and talked to him for a minute, and uh, really nice guy. He had a little free comic book uh, that came out. This was made specifically for the 2013 Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival. And so check out Facebook.com slash Ninjakin, N-I-N-J-I-C-K-E-N. Maybe it's Ninjakin. And Ninjakin.com, same thing. And uh, yeah, Ramsey Hong is his name. And he does some really cool artwork. And he was doing commissioned sketches of custom little chickens, however you wanted them made. So I had him do a Skeletor Ninjakin for of me. Of course. It turned out boss. I didn't see it. I heard you talk about it, but I didn't see it. It looked really good. Yeah. I, I, I've got it still at home. It's in. It's it's with all my other Masters of Universe collectibles now. But uh, check out Ninjakin. Ninjakin. Those were the two things that really yeah. caught my eye that we were down in that uh, artist alley with us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, all the people, you know, going back to what you said before about the girl with the pillow. And I, I've not the first time I've heard or seen something like that happen, and no one takes into account of how long that takes, and you're paying for a person's time in making it. Time, it's effort, so, and, and it's so fucking. I mean, it brought me back to a story. This is not geek related, but it's the exact same story. I'm working at a friend's subway. We used to work at Subway together in college. He got his own sandwich shop. Yes, yeah, okay. Subway sandwich. He got his own franchise a few years later, and he brought me in for a year to work with him to help him set up the shop. This guy comes in, early twenties kid, right? Uh, you know, dumb as a bag of rocks, and he comes in with his even younger wife, who is very pregnant. So you see the situation already, oh boy. and he's talking about, yeah, I, I'm thinking about getting a franchise and everything, and everything, getting a subway and everything. So how much, how much does it cost to get one when, when it? Because you bought this one, right? You didn't make it. This one was made by someone else, and we're like, yeah, well, when you buy them, it. The buy-in's like one hundred fifty, maybe two hundred thousand dollars, and he's like, "That's so stupid. I could twenty-five thousand dollars would all it would be it take for me to build one and set it up myself." No way. And it was That's so awesome because this guy's false. young, pretty, very pregnant wife actually turned and looked at him like he was such a fucking moron, and it was <laughs> it was just like it, it's like. 
you know, and at that point, I had nothing to say because, like, so what? You pay twenty five grand, you make your franchise, and then what? A couple years later, you sell it for ten, <laughs> you sell it for five. Kid, do not go into business. Strange. Jesus Christ! And it's amazing how people are totally just like they don't even factor that shit in. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That's the whole point of doing it. So you, yep. People pay you money so that they don't have to do it. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and if and and yeah, whatever. And also, <laughs> and also, ninety-five percent of the time, bullshit. You can't do it yourself. There Try is that it. too. Right. You don't right. have. You the could art. not do you this for eight bucks. Fuck not. You don't could have do it the well. skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you mm-hmm. you could do it for eight bucks, but you don't have the ability to fucking do it at all. Even mm-hmm. if it was for free, I could buy the wood and nails and lacquer required to build a nice piece of furniture. I could spend the money on the on the material. And the tools. <laughs> and the tools. But getting it done is a whole other bucket of chicken. Well, yeah. 10 years later, you would build a nice piece of furniture. Well, that's just Because you'd build 50 crappy ones until you had the skills to build exactly. a good one. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah, but so think right. of all those great cat plate houses for the cats. Exactly. Just, there is that. It's true. <laughs> Tuck it up in the corner <laughs> and they're jumping around and shit. My cat playhouses I, would involve <laughs> traps. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of spring doors and sharp edges. I think this is something <laughs> Picasso said and then uh, Sergio Organez refined, which is somebody... He was charging somebody, you know, a bunch of money for doing a, a quick sketch. It's like, it only took you five minutes. He goes, no, it took me 40 years to get to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah well, and it's like, yeah, yeah. like uh, I got a buddy that is doing landscape photography. I was talking to you about it. And every now and then you can tell people are like, well, how does, what, what program does he use to process this? And, and you can tell in their mind, they're like, I could do that. I could take that picture. And it's like, no, no, you fucking can't for a variety of reasons. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying everybody isn't possibly able to capture a great picture from time to time. Right. I've taken a couple pictures with my camera when I was on vacation that were really nice, and I have them up on my walls at home. I would never disparage but, the human spirit and the endeavor to create yeah. the wonders. You can do anything. An artist. You truly can do yeah. anything you want. But. Are you going to dedicate the time and effort necessary to, to master such a discipline? Ten thousand hours. And what's yeah. and what's hours. it worth? Why not master your one own subject and then pay other artists that have mastered theirs? I know. Just be respectful of that, you know. Yeah. But I've taught people how to do photography, and you know, there's a certain. Wait, amount hold of on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Roll it back. Oh boy. Roll it back. Here what? we go. No, fun and games. <laughs> No, I'm saying that I have taught. Who did you teach to do photography in college? In in I I didn't ask who. I asked who did you teach, and you said in college. Who did you teach in college? Who? Uh, Just several students. Okay, several students. All right, we're getting there. Anyway, we're getting there. What I was trying to say before I got interrupted all the time. Something Paul has mastered, is by the way, many years. Ten thousand hours. You can teach somebody the basic skills to do that. To, to be a photographer, but there's that certain amount of innate uh, exactly. talent oh, that you cannot teach. That's mm-hmm. what you know. Dude, my, my my photography teacher in high school called. He said he said you've got the eye, and I said, well, what's that? He says you just look at a scene and <laughs> oh, you know no. what to take. You know how. <laughs> no, to but take did, you, did you think for a minute you, there was you, something terribly wrong? You got the eye. Oh, oh Jesus! Yeah. I didn't understand. Get the eye tonight, son. It's all funny until somebody loses an eye. Oh boy! But Paul, you know very well. You, you can teach somebody the the, the tools yeah, to do exactly. good improv as an instructor yourself. But you some know. people are never going to be improv. You can't teach a rock how to swim. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can show somebody how to play the piano, yep. but some people are yeah, never no, going to be and, musicians. And that's what I mean. Yeah, it's it's, it's a yeah yeah. 
But yes. there are people out there who go, oh, I could, I could play that. I could yeah. do that. I could. It's just ignorance. It, and ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, Dicky I mean, wieners. There, there's a statement that there's ten thousand bad drawings, and the only way to get rid of them is to get them out on paper. Yep, same thing. Yeah. With improvisation. Yeah, yeah. Ten thousand bad. And it's gotten that. worse because it used to be one thousand. So it's <laughs> uh, it 1, we're also <laughs> slipping. It's one thousand. Well, I've heard one thousand pages ahead of you. Whether yeah, relating okay. to artwork or writing. It's 100,000 now. It's, I believe you have to well, write you it. Know, with the internet. If you did enough and you stacked it all together, it would create a black hole. And, yeah, but yeah, that's you can swallow everything up. And, yeah, that's so why bother? <laughs> Don't do anything, folks. Just yeah. sit at home and masturbate. That was a great After 10,000 hours, that you're going to be really good at it. Quote, a quote <laughs> that I read yesterday. I've been feeling very introspective of late. And this quote, <laughs> this, this, this Buddhist uh, or Maoist style, I don't know. Anyway. Maoist. All right. no, Maoist. I don't know. But the, but Daoist? The, we're red and work a lot. Uh, yeah. But, no, Mao, uh, Daoist. Yeah, Daoist. Uh, but Quit asking questions. Uh, or Mao. Well, that was it. That was, it might have been Maoist, actually. Shut up like, and do what I tell you. The quote, was, the quote was, thinking is what causes problems. I do my best not to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know, my so that, not, you know, uh, Ironically, that could be Maoist or Daoist. Yeah, exactly. Like, what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, I, and part of me was like, oh, that's a horrible quote. But then I was like, well. Yeah, that's yeah. actually, that's very Daoist. But, yeah. but it's I, also I'm a, nihilistic. I'm a big believer. Thinking too hard, thinking too much, my uncle, it just yeah. gets in your phone. My uncle David way. always says, if you don't think good, don't think much. That's his joke. <laughs> but but there's a certain uh, level of, of uh, yep. zenness to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You obviously put a lot of thought in that. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> just enough. Right. Just enough. <laughs> also, I also want to thank An- uh, Anthony Barnaby and uh, yeah, uh, I was gonna say Happy you guys uh, Our Improv. For uh, letting us join them on their uh, Child's Play 25-hour marathon. We they, had a lot of fun. They raised some good money for a great cause. Congratulations to them. It was, they ended up raising a little over 18000 right? 1800 1800 $1,800. I like, I like, I like Luddite's story tonight. better, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> they raised uh, $1.8 million, right? They built a subway. They built the subway. actual subway. They, they built <laughs> an entire <laughs> franchise Where of people subways. actually travel on sandwiches, yeah. place yeah. places. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, is it amazing. Look, it is amazing it, you know if you but uh mm-hmm. no they did they went up, way be uh, above what they wanted to the raise. third rail is pastrami <laughs> <laughs> don't no touch shit. the third rail <laughs> <laughs> no kidding oh, <laughs> this train i had that today i'm still waiting <laughs> oh my uh, oh lord look uh, out <laughs> <laughs> the third nasty. rail. That should yeah. be the name of a sandwich somewhere. The third rail. That's, that's nightmarish to Paul. The idea of going a day or two without shitting. Oh. It's just wow. Don't don't do that. I've never. Yeah. Thank, I've never. Knock on wood, man. It's a. It happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what an idiot in this case. Can we move on? Pooping, poop, pooping, 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 poop all the time. <laughs> but no, that I, you guys, it sounded like you guys had a good time. I'm we sorry, had a great time, it. and it looked like everyone there was having a fantastic time. And uh, and for those who tuned in, thank you so much. For those who gave money, thank you even more. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, but congratulations! I know a bunch of them listen to the show every now and then. So, congrats, gentlemen. That's and awesome. what a fun group of guys. Yeah, it was a good time. I had a good time. I'd love to do it again. Yeah. It sounded like they wanted to do it again too. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Once they catch up on sleep, there were a lot of. Uh, web things going on for that um charity event this week uh a lot of people player one podcast guys did some stuff which is nice. great and yeah a lot of giant good a lot of good stuff yeah giant yeah. bomb raised a ton of money and so good on them all of you well done uh see my geeky thing was i celebrated halloween by watching uh, halloween movies what'd you watch 
but not especially scary ones. But not okay. <laughs> but not is this is one of but the scariest not. Halloween movies I've <laughs> right. ever seen. But well, we were just talking about real we were just talking about you don't like it when you have a but not. There no, I don't. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing that yeah. the evil doctor stretches out yeah. butts. Mm. He stretches yeah. out butts and then ties them in a knot. Yeah, yeah. and then ties it, that knot right over the butthole yeah. area. Well, that doc, like, yeah. can't go. It's, it's like, and then uh, he starts wearing it on his face. What the fuck are you talking about? But not. But not. You never seen but not. Never seen but not. It's. It's made by Jeez, those same fuckers that did uh, Human Centipede. Yeah. And what he does, he like puts... He it's puts like a, It's like a prequel to the Human Centipede. The first the, one was made in the college. He puts was the... <laughs> he puts <laughs> it was a student film. It he was a student film. I'm waiting for the, the punchline. It was... It was well, one, sit back and relax. <laughs> yeah, we got about another <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> punchline. I'll just take a little nap while you... It's, Take a nap while you, know, you finish Where's your my setup. fucking cookie? What that's do you call those? What do you call those, uh, those squeegee squeezer things where you're rolling? Monkey music box. Not kind of oh, like yeah, a vice, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what they used to do? No, if you, you can use, you can put a piece of cloth through it. And you ring, used to a ring out a ringer. Ring yeah. out the clothes. Yeah. Ringer. He puts the butt cheeks in the ringer and, and stretches the, them out that way, and then and then well, ties the them in a butt pops out and they tie it in a knot. But anyway, I watched Prolapse too. No. I watched Paranorman, which I love that. Which one is a good one? Paranorman. The stop animation film that came out last year. It's a delightful movie, and it's there's some amazing visual stuff in that movie. I think at the end of that whole sequence at the witch, if you have oh yeah, it's just gorgeous. And actually, a buddy of mine who was one of the props guys on Lion King moved to Portland to work on that. Yeah, he did a lot of a lot of 3D printing in that, right? And that how they got a lot of those. I think you're right with that. Done. Yeah, was one of this one of the first. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. To create the heads, the different heads and all that stuff. It's a really fun and beautiful movie. I actually haven't seen it, so it's it's claymation then. Yeah, it's a stop animation. Yeah, a new company, and they're already working on their next project and all that stuff, from what I hear. And then the next movie I watched, which I had not seen in a long time, was The Crow. Oh, wow. <laughs> the original. That is a fun movie. With Brandon Lee. Great little revenge gothic flick. It's all right. I want it to be better than it is. Partly yeah, I think I, I because want... of what happened to Brandon with it. Sure. And yeah. sort of went, was that the first this... one or the second one that he The first, first one. one. You first one. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. really liking it in college. Really? It doesn't hold up as and well I as it saw used. It, it Yeah, better. I saw it like a couple months ago, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. Not as enjoyable as I remember That's it. why they're remaking it. Yeah. The is comic book is good. Yeah. Right. The, uh, and the movie's the all right. And the soundtrack is okay. The movieie's all right. Don't bother watching any of the sequels, though. Yeah, no. There's a couple the really cool moments in that movie. But yeah. And then the third one, I, I watched three. The third one was uh, Hellboy, which I know oh, Paul's I not so a huge fan of. I enjoy Hellboy. Oh, yeah. But I like Hellboy. that movie. I think that's a lot of fun. I think this entire room, except for Paul, enjoyed that one. Yeah, I don't know what your issue is with that movie, Paul. First one's... Eh, I the like second it. one is really shit. The first one's okay. I the like first the second one a lot. The first one's yeah, better the than the second one. The second one was a good one. Yeah. The first one's wrong. definitely better than the second one. But yeah, I did not like the second one at all. The only, the, issue one, I, eh. the only issue I have with the first one is like he's kind of stupid about the re- the monsters that keep coming back to life. Yeah. It's like it's kind of obvious, and I don't know why he doesn't get that sooner. But other yeah. than that, you know. But it's a fun movie. I think it's a it's blast. It's no Pacific Rim. He, uh, he, he, did, he did dodge a bullet there. It's decent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, uh, no Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, you know, it's, you I've know, been playing some uh, yeah, Arkham yeah. Origins. I got my deluxe. Uh, you have been that's set. It, but I love about Jeff. Jeff plays two games in his life. He plays Batman games and Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I need to go, go back and, and and do some more GTA. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to get a couple of days of. Uh, Batman. So I know when a Batman game comes out, the Xbox will be Jeff's. 
for a good few so, weeks. So what I've you offered want, it to you. Oh, yeah, no, I, I give it to you because yeah. this is your time. Okay. This is your time down there you here. Go, see. But this the, is uh, how the relationship works. The Joker statue that comes with it is, uh, is really awesome. That thing looks stunning. Um, I have not put the batteries in to plug it in. I know there's, there's some people online that, well, it just it looks so good by itself. I mean, I put it back in the box for safekeeping because I don't have a spot exactly for it yet. Yeah. I want to get the perfect spot, but uh, so what Jeff wants is Grand Theft Gotham is what he wants, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> which it kind of is Grand in a way with that vehicle. Uh, yeah, it's is it's it? really yeah. this one's really open world. But what is kind of neat is uh, if anybody played Arkham City, it's obviously it's before that. It's the it's the prequel to the the other two games. But uh, when you're flying around the city or you're running around the city, yeah. it's the city that you were running around in in Arkham City. But without all the barriers and the dilapidations, oh, so it's kind of so, neat. Yeah, um, it's like it's almost like they took the assets from that and then cleaned them up and put it in there. But so they uh, almost. Clearly, that's exactly. Well, no, but I mean, it's it's clear that they didn't just transpose it and then you know redo like the bump mapping and stuff. It that's looks they like did, they I did think. a lot of the stuff from scratch. Oh, cool. Good on them. Did a good job. Very different gameplay than the. Uh, uh, no, the gameplay is exactly the same as the others, which. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're They're good at dancing, that, what's that? They're still dancing in it. Uh, well, you know, you're dancing, dancing around with the criminals the that are trying to what stab you. Trying to do this a Star Wars reference. Yeah. No, there was some game where you, there was some Batman game where you had to do dancing to fight. Uh, maybe I'm remembering I a bad dream. Dancing game. in a wow. Batman uh, game. Chances maybe are that Star Wars wasn't a good Batman of. game. You're, da- uh. you're thinking of Star Wars. You're thinking of Star Wars Galaxies. I, I think I actually have images of it, so I think I actually did wow. dream it, which is scary. Okay, carry on. Wow. <laughs> well, we uh, got your next project. Trademark, copyright. <laughs> yeah, there you go, folks. <laughs> a totally, a original totally original idea. idea. <laughs> you're, combining, you're combining the Batusi Prince's Bat Dance, which is everyone's favorite jam. With that Star Wars connection. Bat Dance. I like Batman. <laughs> Bat Dance. Vicky Vale. Vicky, Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Vicky, Vicky Vale. Bat dance. Oh, man. <laughs> and what a stunning version. That was yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Voice number five. Normally, <laughs> the bat dance. Clearly, it doesn't matter. I'm Weston. I'm ready to so number it. five is alive then? Number Normally, I want to hear the actual original musician, but this time, I'd rather hear this. No, 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 this no, artist's no, interpretation no, takes it to a whole other place. This is, this is the Hendrix watchtower to the original. Exactly. You know. This is a whole new yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Bat dance. We uh, <laughs> uh, um um I uh I participated in some geeky stuff this weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, some people made some D and D characters. Oh, that's oh, pretty nice. geeky. Yeah, for D and D next. Cubes. Awesome. Yep, getting ready, preparing for the um, new new for, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Rules. This is uh, this is the final playtest version, so uh, you know it may be close to what they're going to release next so year. So you want a beta type thing? Yeah. Oh wow. Master beta, yo. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. This is um, this is like the final. <laughs> this was the final public playtest document, and now they're going to spend a year trying to to polish it up and make yep. it. Ex- it's get all sad the because there, like there it? are things. That, well, there were things that they were doing that I really liked, and apparently there were a lot of people. Oh, it's not D&D, me. Uh. So there are things that I wish they, they had stuck with. Is it drastically different? or is No, it no, no. They're actually looking to... They're, they're incorporating a lot of the stuff that's evolved over the last few editions, but they're also really going back to the old school. Interesting. Uh, Todd actually whipped through the characters. He's like, I want to see the classes. I want to see the class. Okay, nothing original. 
So he was all disappointed. So no new there. classes. No, they're they're trying to go back to yeah. what they. But know. again, supplements might change that. Sure, oh, but sure. They always do. The, uh, but the, yeah, the old ones are there. Your, your mage, the race your, that Major Mez is using. That's I haven't seen that before. The what? The race that Major Mez is using. The race. Oh no, is it, the yeah, race no, is it? that Lewis is. Well, using? you're talking about a race. the, the yeah. drow. No, the Tiefling? Frankenstein thing. The oh, the Warforged. Oh wait, that's uh, they brought that. They they, the they, had, they had a little additional races supplement, and they threw in Warforged from Eberron and uh, Drow, you know, and um, Eberron the successful Kinder, world, um, and a few other little Tiefling, you know. I don't know what Tiefling. So, yeah, that's uh, from third edition. Okay, so demon. So, so they're really going for the races. Are they incorporating yeah, very kind raceful. of uh, board type play? With no, this? no. Actually, they're trying to back Away. off of that. They're mm. trying to make it flexible enough that you could do grid or gridless grid, or you, gridded combat, depending on the style you prefer. Exactly. And they're trying to they're trying to make something a little flexible. And there's some that's people good. who are like, oh, they're they're just going to try to please everybody and you're going to fail. Uh, there's so. nothing wrong with that in role playing. Yeah. I know. I, I think know. the well, more that's, please everybody. Yeah, that's, well, the more options you have in role play, the, the options better. Options to do one or the so other, so that you can cater the game to your style. Right. I, I think suppose, makes yeah. sense. And I'm trying, and that's what I hope to do with this crowd. We'll uh, we'll try to do gridless. We'll try to going to try to do random dungeon generation. We're going to build Fun. a campaign world as we You're go along. along. Uh, yeah. Andy even said, "Hey, what's the distance from here to there?" And I'll start a map. And I'm like, "Don't. We actually want to build as we go." I was say, but, but even gridless, though, wouldn't the DM have to go gridded? Well, you'd have to have it in shit? your head, and the whole idea would be to describe. Just keep it in your head. Well, describe. You know, you keep it loose, though. You don't get very specific. Really? With the I mean, okay. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. That's what old school D and D is. I know so That's many old people D&D who was. are just like, as soon as you get into a you know combat, they're like, okay, lay it out. Let's see what we got here. And there are so many people out there who totally fucking hate that shit. Yeah, I'm and one they of totally them. don't want that. It can slow the game down. Yeah, I they would, don't want. I would. You know? I would prefer. Uh, to just be loosey goosey. I mean, you know, you've seen me play, but oh, yeah. um, you know, I, I like it all loose. But yeah. but there's a part of me. Well, so long. Uh, the important you know thing what? is so long as everyone's on the same page well, and knows what's the, going on. The trick on. is just sure. the, the yeah. The, the trick is the, the DM. I mean, I've done a couple campaigns it. where it's like if the battles. Not, uh, it depended on the battle and yeah. how complicated it was. The simpler, easier battles, we wouldn't grid. But then when it got more complicated, more right. people, the room was weird, Depending, then yeah. we would grid it. Right. You know? and, and I always liked miniatures as representations, not uh, game rules. Whereas oh, it yeah. shows who's close to what. You know, yeah, that's all I, I'm I ever I'm close to this ask. guy. I'm, I move over here to get this guy. Yeah. You know, it's If I cast this fireball, am I going to catch these guys over here? That's or the yeah. thing, like, sight, you know? line sight. Sure. Yeah, sight but of to line. say yeah. that you move... Putting Warhammer rules on it, this say, move four it's a inches game. this way, and it becomes turn-based strategy. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole yeah. other. Yeah, you know which in itself is fun, it's, it's fun. Uh, but that's a different fourth game. edition. We in played fourth edition and uh, love the love the friggin' hell out of it. Is I love fourth edition. Fourth really edition. more like turn-based. Oh my god, it's very it is very tactical you, strategy. Yeah, commie. Yeah, and but it's it's still it's it's very did you get cool. XCOM finally? Me? Yeah. No. Oh, for God's sake. I hell. haven't. Well, oh, well, oh, geez, he's sitting right here in the room, but I haven't even cracked open the Skyrim that uh, <laughs> Todd got me. What? Right, so. What? For the love of so, Pete. Um, 
Does that mean we're flattening out your uh, whiteboard for nothing, or are we going to be using that for? No, no, no. I like the I like the I like the um, the vinyl battle mat, which is what Andy was referring to. For I've got one those of those, of you yeah. who were going in weird weird directions with that. Oh, we know what you're talking about when you say vinyl battle mat. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's a battle, baby. But I like that so people can I just wear have something to myself. write notes on Water right okay. there on the board and stuff. So. That's where the butt knot dwells. You know what? That, it's funny because that Dry SX sells their battle mats at Gen Con, right? I got that battle mat at Gen Con not knowing that Chessex does not bring their, their good stuff to Gen Con. What? Their booth is their factory seconds. Hilarious. So I bought this battle mat, and it's like, well, it's got some glue on it. You got to get some solvent. And I'm like, hey, I'll do that for 15 bucks for this battle mat. That's why they do Which is a good price. Yeah. And I get home, and it was a while before I realized, this is not a one-inch squares. This is three-quarters of an inch. <laughs> it's like a misprint <laughs> battle mat. And but Does this, it matter? Yes, because when you got the one-inch... A scale figs, it's like oh, they just don't fit as well, soon as yeah. they start. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's but, but his character's penises are enormous. Oh, That's oh, right, oh, objects oh, are oh, bigger. <laughs> I play the whole game looking in through a mirror. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> That's right. So, and you know, the penises that Paulette draws on the battle match. Oh, yeah. Look, uh, does she draw you, wieners on uh, this uh, stuff uh, all the time? Oh, yeah. Paulette time. is like you, she bores easily, but unlike you, instead of dressing up the, the, the adventure, she just starts drawing penises and she will get very <laughs> accurate in her too. visual representations she spends her time drawing penises and killing hapless uh, orcs okay yeah, that's right ha- killing prisoners are we basically. are we done interrogating this tied up goblin so yes miss cleric bam and she <laughs> disintegrates him with her that's it's uh, just like what what did, what did you you're a cleric what are you doing well we were good. done we that's were a, done right i healed him to death i send him to heaven <laughs> that's a fuzzy cleric a there. blessing oh on your house God. there's some fuzziness to that cleric <laughs> you know also while you were gone this we we, we came so close to beating the borge borg the borgia the borgia we almost beat the borgia the borg yeah no, we, came we came the it's just yeah we came within we, we had slivers we a hair's breadth we're eh? beating it and then we were so stocked up in characters we were waiting for Locutus to show up so a Borg invasion happens and of course the first thing that happens in a Borg invasion is a scout party which you get rid of your big, now real quick for character. people who might Star not Trek yeah, Star yeah, Trek exactly. uh, deck building collect uh, deck builder game and got you're it saying it's the group against the Borg yeah the basically. group against the Borg and it is it is impossible game. but it we, impossible. we had no Borg in our deck and then this thing gave us all of them yeah. When one turn, we ended up with all the Borg. All the Borg. Lacutus showed up, but by then our characters had been decimated, and we couldn't fight Lacutus. We Fucking got our asses. Well. And it's so funny. Louis, uh, uh, Major Meh has got a boner for beating the Borg. Really? It is its yes, motherfucking 1045 yeah. p.m. That game took two hours, and he's like, all right, we're doing this again. We're doing- <laughs> I'm going to kill this fucking Borg. We, we were so close that time. <laughs> Yeah, I get that way so sometimes. We didn't do it again, but he's just and he was so. We played Munchkin, and he was just so damn depressed. At that, <laughs> that Munchkin game. Did you at least board. play Star Trek Munchkin? Uh, no, no. We're, I I Couldn't wanted us to him? play core original Munchkin, Munchkin because now? we're starting up the D and D game. Uh, it's what the hell was it called? Star Munchkin. Star Munchkin. Oh, okay. That yeah, that oh, one. Okay. I played. It's, it's supplement not supplement official. Okay. The, the Clown Wars. Wars. I played that one. But we haven't done what I want to do is mix. Did we, did we actually mix up uh, Star Munchkin with uh, the Western Munchkin? Uh, the good, the bad, and the Munchkin. Yeah. Not yet, but that'd be a steampunky Munchkin. No, that would be Firefly Munchkin. Oh, Firefly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I haven't done that yet. So that's anybody, what we did. Anybody not going to see Ender's Game for uh, political reasons? Uh, are me. There, are there yeah. political reasons? I figured you were. Just Orson Scott Card. Yeah. What's that? He's Orson a, Scott Card he's is homophobic. A, he's, a, he's a very outspoken homophobe. Vocally oh, the, homophobic. Oh, the creator of the yeah. story. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but is the story? No. No, the story no. was written before he started doing that. No. Although, although I have read some interesting uh, speculation on the internet that's actually apparently very old, that the Enders trilogy was originally setting up to be some kind of Hitler apologist screed. Really? Wouldn't huh. surprise me. In the oh, movie. it's so funny. You, the guy's got a dark bent. There's you, no two you, ways about try it. Try like in, Googling Ender's Game Hitler or something like that. Try something like that because yeah, there are a few people who the propose these. These uh, they, they speculate yeah, this well, stuff. Yeah. That is well, just he, so funny. He worked it's on this internet. game. He worked on this game. Shadow Complex is supposed to be pretty good. And I would mm. not touch that. Yeah. I actually bought the first issue of the comic book adaptation of Ender's way back in the day, before I understood his political bent. And then I was like, Well, okay, he's well. he's ramped it up lately. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's, I mean it was it was, one dur- of those it was during classic- that time. It was like when I, when that comic book came out. Somewhere along the line of, of of reading that comic book and then and then going online and see and I was like oh well dear mm-hmm. no one I, I can't remember which one one of my Facebook friends made a really good point which is you know Lovecraft had some interesting ideas about race too and you know I enjoy his stuff still hey I'm all about <laughs> separate the art from the artist but if it's a current situation where they have where they have sway over the the cultural ideas I don't know. You can't really separate the art from the artist, can you? I don't, I, don't, I don't actually believe in taking a principled approach. I believe go with your gut. And if it like really bothers sure. you to put money yeah, in this, go. then don't put your money there in you it. Go. That there makes a lot of sense. Because you can talk principle yeah. to your blue in the face. And then at some point, it will bite you on the ass. All of the, the, the exactly. love crafting. At some point, sure. you'll, you'll yeah, run no. up against Oh, fuck. I just... Sure. There's plenty of... You know, I mean... I enjoy a Michael Jackson song now and again. I have caught myself tapping my feet, knowing full well what the he's been things tapping. he's been accused of. Exactly. And it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to never listen to MJ? I did go see it last night. Okay. Here we go. As a fan of the book. How many people did you beat on your way to the theater? Uh, there were signs and pickets. <laughs> what? No. No. no, 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 no. Um, it was uh, certainly not a packed house on a Monday. Okay. Uh, for Galaxy Theaters, which well, is, I read on the internet, it, it soared not, to like twenty-eight million. It's apparently the number one movie right this week. It made the number one this week, but it, but Bad Grandpa's right behind it. Yeah. And let's say right behind twenty-two it. million isn't a huge opener <laughs> yeah, for this. No. Big, no. If you if you can barely beat Bad Grandpa, that's what I mean. Which yeah. I mean, that's well, going to yeah. be a fun movie. There's a crowd for that movie, but if mm-hmm. that's you know, sure. well, and probably Bad Grandpa appeals to a wider. Well, no, audience. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's yeah. an audience for it. When did November watch... become the next uh, mega blockbuster release day? Well, it, you know what? I think November. They're, uh, they're self-correcting at this point. Yeah, I think. because November got... I think has become sort of like pre-Oscar. Like they're saying. This movie. These are not Oscar movies coming I, out. I know, but it's like holiday. or it's like holiday that stuff. Yeah, it's holiday stuff. It's sure. Well, think. you got Andrew's Game, you got Thor, you got uh, Hunger Games. These are all coming out in the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, including this. Well, like Hunger, Hunger Games and Thor will have legs through Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So could I can be, see them getting a could foothold. Could JJ Trek? Because wasn't that a uh, that was the original, the first one? Okay. Was, that was not a no, summer release. That was it. Was, it was uh, summer release? It was, was March. It? Yeah. yeah, it was. was like, it? Oh, yeah, they March. moved. It was like a they, spring release. It was okay. originally going to be a December. Then they it moved. was March. Oh, okay, yeah. it was March. Well, that's yeah. yeah so summer. Anyway, uh, you know what? Okay. The, the movie's not bad. Uh, be, from the book, if you've read the book, it is 
a very faithful. It's faithful, but at the same time, very stripped out. It well, feels it, it, it feels rushed. But if you are afraid of tampering by like corporate putting in like a romance in there or whatever, that's not there. Gavin Hood did a good job with what he had to do. It's not an easy book to adapt, and uh, I enjoyed it. the The ending had impact the way that you wanted it to. And uh, it's I'm weird always amazed when you can you can sorry, I'm always amazed when you can trim down uh, you know a several a hundred page book to sure. Yeah. It's not hours. easy to do. It's I mean, of course, they excised you know plenty to get there, and lots of the film felt rushed, and some of it felt quite frankly slowed down. But it's weird to me. But it had, uh, it had a weird energy to it. It, it, I see the previews and it, it's. I go, that's a movie I should be excited about seeing, and I'm not. So I don't know what that means. I don't know why that sure. is. <laughs> so it's, it's a pretty decent it's movie. Your love of homosexuality. If Maybe. you're a fan of no, the of the book itself, um, there's you're gonna find things in there that you wish they would have done, but I think you're gonna enjoy it overall. So there's no Tom Bombadil. No, definitely. <laughs> well, there is. Still but not representing. Still not represententing. You can see his house from there. Okay. His how's, weird uh, mushroom how's Harrison? House. Har- he's Harrison. Yeah. Uh, actually, weirdly looking younger than he did in Indiana Jones. Oh, the last Indiana Jones. <laughs> How could Jones? he not, though? <laughs> that was... Ugh. And, and, and uh, uh, Ozzy Butterfield, is that his name? The kid that plays uh, yeah. Ender yeah. in it? Pretty damn good. Good for him. Really impressive uh, emotional range for such a young guy. And what's so. her name? Um, I'm not going to remember her name. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, little Hattie from uh, True Grit. <laughs> yeah. 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 She was in True Grit. Yeah. 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 Uh, not uh, three dimensional enough to yeah. really make an impact, as far as the yeah. her character goes. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. well it, has, it, has, it has great moments in it, and if you're not put off by Orson Scott's ideals, which I fully understand. Um, it's worth a shot, but at the same time, don't run over yourself to go see it if you're not familiar with the uh, the material. So, yeah. is it a thing you need to see in the theaters? Is it something that they, with the impact that you need? There to is screen? a fantastic sci-fi grandiosity to it. Uh, yeah, it is certainly would be diminished on the small screen. What I saw in the preview really reminds me of like Star Blazers. Feels like Yamato, you know, the giant. Um. Not so much because of how remote space it is battles. Okay, in it. so they actually control things from afar and such. Like that. Yeah. So. Okay. But uh, so decent enough film, but nothing spectacular. Which I don't think they want that review, but that's what it was for me. I love that review. Yeah. It's a brilliant review. Yeah, they definitely should have paid you more if they wanted better. Yeah. That's, no shit. Uh, you know. Seriously. Oh well. That's what they get for not paying you. And Suckers. and you know, for having said that, we're gonna get pulled from YouTube now. Oh goddamn it! Again. Awesome again. Um, Douche. the uh, but one uh, little note I did uh, read today is that uh, Orson Scott Card is making no money from this movie. Mm. Really? Yeah. How's uh, that happen? When the option was purchased initially, uh, the clause was an indefinite clause. So the, yeah. the money he made for this movie, he made back in the eighties when front. he sold the it, option. It has been in. Pre-production hell. 25, 30 years in the works? The only other time he's ever made money on this movie was when he was hired to write a screenplay for it, I think, in the 90s. 
and that one was never used. See, that, so, there's a the reason for you to go see it, Paul. Well, that, there you go. But that you brings my whole no other issue of why it annoys me, because I, I hate it when creators don't get... Yeah, well, Yeah, I mean, I might right. not agree with his stance, but it right. sucks that he's not making a dime. Where, where I but think... Part uh, of that is he made that deal. Well, yeah. well, that book sold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. was it's announced... It's still selling. And it's yeah. still selling. That it's book selling is up right there. So he's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing fine. He's making money for the book sales. And he's also announced some new Enders I'm sure all of a sudden he's selling a lot more copies, yeah. So that's where he's making his money. So if you don't want to support him, don't buy his book. So you're selling me he's got a deal on the back end, huh? Oh, shit. You're back. Huh? Ah, ah, you got to give me that one. Okay. you got to give me that. Yeah, back like end, huh? I like it. Huh? I like it. Huh? I like it. All, all right. right. There's a twist. He's making a play on the I last name of the character as well as the- Ender's game and it's and endohomophobia, man. Oh yeah, and wow, that's a that had a lot of layers on that I, one. I think the that biggest disappointment really for uh, for Ender's game was there for the promise of the title. There just was not enough Ewoks. Oh, <laughs> well, what does a Happy Meal look like? Yup, yup. <laughs> you see, man, what he did. Well, there. it's not two boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Anybody got anything else before we start the show? Wow. Oh, um, I, I, sure, I, I don't not? know if this is true or not. Um, nope. oh, it, it could be. It could be my fault. Uh, I haven't. I I plan to, but I have not yet seen Gravity. And oh, you somebody said something uh, the other night uh, that I didn't know if that was a spoiler or not, and I was just sort of like, oh. Now I'm like, like oh. Uh, I haven't seen the idiot, so I don't want to hear any damn yeah, spoiler. You, did you see it? I, I did see it, and I, I have no idea what the it. fuck you're talking about. Okay, I, good. Then maybe the person was fucking around. Well, and I, I don't know if there's really a spoiler to that movie. I remember talking a little bit about it the other night, but I, I, I did my best not to say okay. anything. Okay. Then maybe he was fucking around. I have a point here. You've got the uh, iPad out again. Does that mean your computer is still in the shop? Yeah, it's still in the shop. Oh, man, I'm yeah. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I got a feeling it's coming back real soon. Real soon. I, I think they nailed the problem. All and right. what does it matter? He's got the iPad. Yes, yeah. he's covered. I don't need a computer anymore. What's the computer that? is now in the hand. It's in the phone. That's right. Ah, PC games. Pretty soon it'll really be in your PC head, games, along with the, the NSA. <laughs> PC games. There's so many great games I've learned about in the last couple of weeks. Horror games, especially. Ah, Outlast. Oh, I really want to play you, Outlast. You'll get your chance. As soon, you will be mine. Uh, news. You don't give a shit about. Yeah, let's do it. News you don't give a shit about. But up, but up, but up. Ooh, got to take your notes elsewhere, huh? Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't Draw write back notes. to the technology. Yeah. I, can't, I can't write notes on yeah. my iPad notepad yeah. fast enough. Now, I think uh-huh. you could if you had a Galaxy Note 2. Just not fast enough, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if, I, or if I actually invested in a non-free notepad program. Non-free? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. I was going to say yeah. the new Note 10.1. So, so sometimes using like it for free, there you go. I do on, on, the, on the iPad is a free notepad that's pretty damn good. There you okay. go. There's your plug. And, all right. Brought to you by... By me. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about! Uh, the uh, 1983 horror classic Sleepaway Camp, <laughs> which spawned about a half dozen sequels of worsening quality, is reportedly getting the reboot treatment. Whew. Thank God. The psychosexual original was set at a summer camp where someone starts axing the campers. Imagine that. You know the usual slash affair, but this one stands out above the rest of the 80s pack for its freaky gender-bending twist ending, <gasps> what? which was a straight-up shocker at the time. The, the remake rights have been optioned from the original writer, director, uh, producer, and the original star, Felissa Rose. According to Deadlines, studio we, exec Jeff Katz, who snakes on a plane. Oh, boy. 
it hopes to reimagine we're talking about exactly <laughs> sleepaway camp mythos in a modern setting with a new film series that echoes its legacy and the psychosexual elements that made the first pick such a memorable is there a crying I am moment? tired of these motherfucking dicks on my motherfucking chicks <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie there's a there's a crying game moment in that movie there no really well, there no, kind of is yeah, well, you know there is in that yeah, yeah, spoiler yeah, alert yeah, um, yeah. I, I think uh, at this point if you haven't seen Steve Lake Camp, you're not going to see Sleepaway yeah. Camp. Yeah. So. Well, Years that's ago. You know what? That's saying. Wow. But there's a there's a there's a, a sort of a gender twist with the original uh, night or Friday the Thirteenth. There is. Yeah. In that regard. Yeah. And what, the fact that you think mother? the killer. Yeah. The fact that you think the killer is a male and it turns out to be a female. Exactly. Yeah, oh. This was a little. That's I know either. it's a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. A little more? What? There's a gender test and gender twist in Psycho, too, but you know. That's a fine point. That's yeah. true. In fact, I'd say Psycho is closer than the... <laughs> All right. But yep. When yeah, the crying well. game came out, my brother in, the, in his school paper wrote a review of it saying, Jeff Taylor says he weight bucks. She's got a dick. That was the entirety of the review. <laughs> <laughs> that was the entirety of the review. <laughs> Quality wow. journalism right there. Yeah. That's pretty ball. From that the Orson it. Scott Carter journal. Before there was tweeting her, I would have been tweeted all uh. over the place. <laughs> wow. This ballsy review brought to you by... Uh. Spoilers. I know you don't give a shit about. Uh, UK ice cream company Lick Me I'm Delicious. <laughs> which specializes in a portable, rentable liquid nitrogen ice cream maker for parties. <laughs> we just You just killed Andy with Lick Me I'm Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was a, a genuine. Well, spit between take. between <laughs> between lick me, I'm delicious, and a bunch of lime diet coke. It was a it was a genuine spit take. He was he was actually drinking yep. and then got caught. In so, what ha- so what So what happened? They specialize in. They no, br- don't ruin my entertainment. I'm watching him choke. They have a liquid nitrogen tank. I love uh, well, that Paul. They for do. once, Paul's the one's like, let's move on. Can we get to the facts? <laughs> I'm going to remember this the next How time. How the hell did that happen? 20 minutes Wait, to do a setup on a joke. Wow. <laughs> he was decimated. Because Paul's like, we're uh, talking about ice cream, people. Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck I'm up. Not, I am, I'm pretty interested. I, my, oh. my interest is fucking peaked here. There is like, diet coke in my lungs. This is news I might give a shit about. <laughs> this is news Hold that will everyone. become my shit. The news I don't give a shit about is Andy dying. I need to know about this ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the facts. Uh, Lick Me I'm Delicious. They specialize in a portable, rentable liquid nitrogen ice cream maker for parties. Uh, they've created something that glows brighter the more you lick it. It is a glowing ice cream that is made from the bioluminescent proteins found in jellyfish. Why is this the news I don't give a shit about? I give a shit about this. Uh, jellyfish that costs more than gold, you're looking at $200 a scoop. Woo! Okay, now, I've, now I don't give a shit about yeah, it. I yeah, I kind of figured exactly. that's what brought it out. Yeah. Woo, uh, no this word. sounds like something serendipity Woo, should jelly. look into. Uh, no word if it still glows on the way out. Uh, uh, butt Company founder Charlie Butt Company uh, Butt Company Butt Company <laughs> Welcome to Butt Company It a doesn't sub- glow on the way out sub- Makers <laughs> of the original Butt Knot yeah. <laughs> Founder Charlie Francis has tried some And isn't radioactive yet In the meantime <laughs> There is the cheaper glow under blacklight flavor Made uh. with quinine That tastes like a gin and tonic uh, No word on what the jellyfish one actually tastes like So 
tastes like jellyfish. Like in the early days, they actually talked about doing ice cream at the table using the, <laughs> the little nitrogen the thing. Nitrogen. Just there were there were safety concerns, and there well, were. Well, I wouldn't the, want to uh, use the liquid nitrogen, but the stuff. No, that but you I mean, in some glowing. fine dining restaurants, they do do that. They wheel. They have a cart. They wheel it up. Oh, and they pour the liquid nitrogen and they mix it all up. Sure, I've had ice cream like yeah, 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 because it's instantaneous. There, it's just been created. Super quick. You can't get it fresher. You do it table side, so it's like fresh ice cream right but on your table side. What I'm talking about is that glowing ice cream sounds like something they could, they could actually look into. Because uh, they do a $1,000 Sunday. Yeah, you know, we do a $200 licky. We're, we're too high volume to... I can tell you where you get a $200 too licky. Too high volume. You do a $1,000 <laughs> Sunday, which is fucking ridiculous. But We sell one like every six to eight weeks, is, though. Yeah. It's not like okay. we sell them every <laughs> yeah, I call that day. success. That's, that's well, success. At, at doing the math, and you would sell one of these every week. Math. There was a ice cream shop here in town that did that with the nitrogen. It was uh, right around here. It was the Atomic Nine or something. It's gone yeah. now. Uh, yeah. But not. In fact, but all the ones that have, the ones that opened up shop, I don't know any of that are still around. Like yeah, one of them was like of. a high organic, like it was all healthy organic, yeah, and it did the nitrogen. They get up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard hiding a hair of them. They, they went out of business about a year ago. Yeah, I haven't heard about their butt night in a long time. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's it for that. Weekend Geek. All yeah, right. all right. <laughs> it's enough shit. He's like, yeah, oh, we spent over an hour yeah. talking about bullshit. Might as well get that's good bullshit, meter. though. It was yeah. quality was bullshit. Fine bullshit. And I almost died. I mean, bull sweat. Sorry, yeah, bull, bull sweat. sweat. Oh, yeah, thank you, bull sweat. <laughs> uh, just to want to show that uh, extra life with the uh, fundraising that happened all this weekend, raised over $3 million. Yeah, nice. That's nice. For the Children's Miracle Network. So that's amazing. Good job, everybody, once again. Mm-hmm. So, here is the news. Uh, there are a lot of DC characters that were expected to make their way to the small screen. Uh, this is not one of them. Aw. Our Man. What? Eh. Our Man? If in this moment you're asking who, <laughs> then you are not alone. There have been three different people. <laughs> perfect for a half-hour series. <laughs> Ted Cornish, I think. So, no. no. That's Blue Beetle. Damn. <laughs> like 24. <laughs> Pink. Pink, 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 <laughs> and his it's his sand thing. Oh, that's the sound of his hourglass. Uh, yeah. away. Blop, blink. Some big sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name's Hour Man, but I have really big sand now, so I'm just half Hour Man. Also, sometimes the sand gets stuck. Oh, it feels like heartburn. Oh, you you know sometimes when you eat a burrito real late. And you lay down too soon? Oh, boy. That's what it's like. Ugh, just trust me. Don't do it. Don't eat a burrito so fast and then lay down. It's coming right back, I guarantee you. Our you man, haven't seen less of that? The, huh? The building's burning down. If you could just... Oh, just give me a second here. I got this real... It's Our really That's his power. He just sir. goes on and on for um, about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Paul is our man, then? Our man. He's our, the, our man, yeah. The building is burning down. If I, I don't know oh. why we keep calling you to help us with these situations. Well, you can, I don't mind a phone call, but just, you know, right at the dinner hour, it's rough. Ugh. I got these. Uh, well, I bought these. Another thing. Why if did you, you lay down right after the you, dinner hour? Well, that's, <laughs> if you could just actually show up. <laughs> well, my problem How much is. that dinner is liquid? Investigative reporter, fact-checking, gets right to the point with our man. 
<laughs> with me, it's all about how do I regulate my sleep. And what I found was like, and schnapps. I sleep good on a full tummy. But when I eat the wrong things, it's just like a nightmare come alive in my throat. Oh, boy. I had these fish sticks, these Mrs. Paul fish sticks the other day. You like fish sticks? I, you know I do. Like fish sticks in your mouth? The problem wasn't the fish, it was the breading. It was so rich. Yeah, you have to be Who makes this that. rich breading? Just give uh, me some good fish without so much rich breading. But you know what? You know what? what? If it wasn't for the breading, it'd be hardly any fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, mostly breading. It's mostly yeah, yeah, breading. Mostly you look bread. at them. Uh, I mean, who are they kidding? I mean, you're paying a lot of money for bread, basically. Trust the Gordon's fishermen? I don't fucking think so. <laughs> <laughs> They're Give the me Camps anytime. I've been down that road. What's that? <laughs> They're the Moonies. The Moonies bought Gordon's. Is water. that right? Yeah. Oh, it all makes fucking sense. <laughs> oh boy. Has to get a reporter fact check, Andy. I gotta go right lay to the point down. with our man, <laughs> mild mannered. Hey, really gotta go lay down. This we have a hostage <laughs> situation. This might be the job. For it you. is if you coming. Could just keep them on the phone. <laughs> it is coming back. <laughs> could you just keep them on the phone for like an hour so we can get the give SWAT it, Give it here. Give it here. Hello. No, I don't know. I don't know who they are. I just got the I phone. I want pizzas and I want I want sodas Ugh. for the hostages <laughs> and a supersonic helicopter to take me to Moscow. You sound Middle Eastern. I bet you're really dark and sexy. Is that right? Am I right? Oh, is this a negotiation? I, have, I need to talk to whoever's in charge. Do you have nice curly hair and like 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 pretty green eyes? I bet you do. <laughs> I'm saying you do. Like, I'm not here to speed date. I'm just saying you do. <laughs> this is what's happening. I'm just speed I'm, dating with our man. I know I'm making a big generalization. <laughs> hey, if you come over, I will trade a sweater with you. We can trade sweaters. Why don't you come over? I'm not wearing a sweater. Oh, this is even better. I'll give you a sweater and you can give me whatever you've got. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey. Feel, so you let, got, let's talk about the real hour. You got some t- <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Andy, go choke again so Paul will get right to the point. <laughs> Somebody mentioned ice cream. That'll shut him up. <laughs> There have been three different people, one who was an android, to take up the mantle of our man. <laughs> but despite that, he remains relatively unknown. Oh, that's right, it's a real character. Yeah. <laughs> and the comics, Rex Tyler uses a miraculous vitamin called Mir- Miralco <laughs> that would give him all sorts of superpowers, but only for the span of one hour. Focusing. His son, Rick, also uses the drug later to become our man, but in addition to the regular powers, he has one ability, the CW... Seems to have taken special interest in Uh-oh. visions. He can see one hour into the future. Our man is in development for a two-year deal. Former Sopranos writer Michael Caello is writing the script pilot and will produce the show. Hey, everybody. You remember that mo- that show we did about the newspaper that came out the day before? You remember that? I remember that. Early edition. That's actually Early a edition. nice little show. Okay, well, basically what we're doing here is people don't have time to think about, oh, this paper got everything from the whole day. Let's just look at the one hour. That's what this is. Our man is early edition simplified for the YouTube <gasps> there generation. There you go. Early tweet. Early, early tweet. What are the uh, You get a tweet an hour earlier than early you know. You know what? I, for, the, for a second there, I thought you was talking about something my wife does in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've been laying there and I'm hearing squeak as quick as quick. What's going on? Is she baking brownies under the covers? Early tweet, in the early tweet going on. 
She does. She Tweet. douches in the bed. It's disgusting. What? what? No, that's not what Tweet. I was saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. She douches in the bed. That's sad. Wow. What? It, that's, it that's, leaves a real mess. Yeah, I was going to say. That seems like you yeah, need to clean your sheets It's unsanitary as fuck. <laughs> seems, I don't. That's the other problem. I don't that's that's why you get sheets. the Martha Stewart mattress protector. <laughs> this character's gone through eight voices that thing while goes, you're talking. That thing goes back to 1983, that mattress cover. <laughs> Yeah. So one of the uh, are you one sure of the writers you want the for, uh, sheets for that? <laughs> uh, in case you were worried that the Wolverine represented the end of Logan's solo effort, no, no. There's good news. Okay, good. In the domestic market, did you see it? Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. I was touched when he was stuck with all those arrows and tied up with the cables, and he's like, uh, uh, "Are you being serious?" Uh, you hated it. No, I liked it. You thought it, it was, was whack. It was hey, mind- it beat the hell out of Wolverine Origins. Well, there's that. Yeah, in the domestic market, James Mangold's uh, take on Wolverine performed reasonably well, but not terribly mind-blowing. But with a worldwide take of $413 million, the Wolverine is the second highest grossing X-Flick to date. Oh, yeah. Well, and as of now, James Mangold is in talks to return. He's ready to write up a treatment that would reteam him, along with the long-serving X-producer Lauren Schuler. Donner, uh, naturally, Hugh Jackman will also return. Well, I, I hope so. Oh. X-Men and Days of Future Past just got the trailer out this last week. Yeah, people are that? raving about that. Has it's, anyone seen it? it I, I, I did. I'm yeah, trying not to watch I'm it. trying to stay away from yeah, it. I'm trying too. to stay away from it. It doesn't really give away much of the film, but it, it definitely shows that there's potential I for this to do really well. 50% of... What's that? What was that last X-Men? First Class. First oh, Class. Oh, First Class. First Class, yeah. 50% of that was... Excellent. Yeah. And then another 50% was just kind of blah. The parts really? that, you know. Yeah. I really enjoyed January, first class. Well, oh, no. Jesus. Come on. She's whack. She's not the best actress it in the was, world. It was not hot. an important role. I, I well, was like, okay, clearly. good. Yeah, so why put it in a movie? Durfa well, durful. Because it's, you know, they wanted diamond boobies. Yeah, but it makes yeah. no damn sense. I, but, well, you're right. That was very cardboard, that performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and just like you said, Kirsten, probably not necessarily her fault because it wasn't important right. to the film at all right no i, I don't blame so her. then there's no yeah if your character doesn't need to be there nobody cares you know what's crazy is how much stephen king movie news i have this week holy what that's insane i mean that's creepy yeah. that's almost like in a stephen king novel is something right? bad gonna happen now right. so are they doing gerald's game finally uh no they are not nor will, will they ever really. That's <laughs> no, talk about be a hard the, one the to end, film. That's the that's Ender's Game was the unfilmable book. Yeah. Oh, the Mangler, right? Because it's got the ringer and it uh, grabs with the, yeah, the butts and it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the original butt knot story. Yeah, the yeah. But, that's butt knot too. The butt knot origin story. Yeah, butt knot origins. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Cusack, who appeared together in the 2007 film of uh, Stephen King's haunted hotel room story 1408 are reuniting in another King picture, this time an adaptation of his novel, Cell. Cusack actually joined the film over a year ago. Jackson is just coming on board now. The movie starts filming in January. will be directed by Todd Kip Williams, who's won previous genre title as Paranormal Activity 2. Uh, That's si- a good flick. Yeah. A cell published in 2006 was about a mysterious signal broadcast worldwide over cell phones that turns most of the population into savage zombie-like creatures. A film version of Cell has been in development since the year the book came out. That's like Halloween. <gasps> Two. Holy shit. Three. Three. What's Four. it called? Three. Season of the Cell. Witch. Season yeah. of the Witch. Season yeah. of That's the Witch. That's a great, horrible movie. That's a fantastic, bad film. Had a great concept. 
great concept and a terrible very, execution. Yes, but a terribly fun execution. I get that it's, one confused though. Do you guys ever remember this horror movie? This thing ate people's faces off. Is that There's the name this, of it? It might have been. I wish. Faces off. There's that would this, be a great name for a movie. Because they reminded me when the, when they wear their masks, like it fucks with their faces. Yeah. Right? You don't you never see what happens under the mask, exactly. but, but, but it really this, implies something horrible. Exactly. And this movie, this faces off yeah. thing there's this scene where this little girl's on the beach and she runs behind a rock and her mom's like where are you going and the monster ate her face off and then she comes around and then she comes around and the creepy crazy thing is the little girl comes around the rock and looks at her mom with this skin face but it's just like imagine you peeled the skin off your thumb okay so like musculature under not there. even just just blue. just a, just just a, a like a pad like flat, no, no definition. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like just, just a red. Almost, Literally ate your face off. Yeah, like fa- face gone, no bone, no nut, just a mush red. But she came around the the the, the rock and goes, "Mommy, mommy," with no mouth, no, mouth. no nut. Yeah, and it was like it, it stuck with me to this day as one of the most horrifying things I've Sounds ever seen. Sounds wonderfully creepy. I it see was. It. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't like I, that I either. I was I like, I and that's, the name that's the other it. thing that made me so weird. I was like. But anyway, if you know the name of it, hit me up on the Facebook comments because I really want to watch this movie. That Children of or Seasons of the Witch and uh, Crossed well, sounds he, like Crossed kind of well, a little touch. Yeah, that too. sounds like a little bit Crossed. Uh, Seasons of the Witch though, they just kill the kids. They didn't turn them into like zombie or yeah, monsters. just killed them dead. Kill yeah. the kids. Yeah. yeah. Then the face eating thing. The assumption was you're going to die. Yeah, Look, if you're trying to, I mean, eat your face. I'd say that's a, that's a good assumption. Yeah, yeah. you know, you if heard. you're trying to wipe out the planet, you, you kill the kids. Don't even waste your time. Yeah, right. That's what makes that so so wonderfully dark because the implications are so wonderfully horrendous. Yeah, and acted terribly. But uh, so, Cell. Yeah, uh, I'd say actually this is closer to uh, like Pontypool. If you've seen that film, that great little indie flick. Um, but Cell predates Pontypool. So, but yeah, see Pontypool. That was probably the best. What's of all that on? Uh, on Netflix. Um, is it? Yeah. Uh, the, is it? Yeah. Uh, Pontypool. Uh, I, during this whole Halloween season, I went to like, oh, I'm going to see as many independent horror films on Netflix as I can. And I w- saw some of the best and some of the worst, but Pontypool was way up see there. See Dog Soldiers? Uh, I own Dog Soldiers. That's a good oh, okay. film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pontypool. So that's that Stephen King story. More later. Uh, let's talk about oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. What? Could there possibly be more Stephen King news? There is. But, no, but I don't yet. believe it. This is this is where the, the we have suspense little... comes in. Oh, okay. I'm right. sorry. I... Hey, and, and King's the King is suspense. So this That's is good. See, well done. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. You're welcome. <laughs> it's uh, like I'm living in the stand. <laughs> kind of, really. It kind of is. All dirty and gross out there. Wow. Yep. Purrs. And uh, Gary Sinise is on the floor. And uh, Laura San Giacomo is seducing Andy. Mm. Is, what? Every, is everybody really? <laughs> cool? <laughs> is everybody up that to date on Shield? What's that? Shield? No, yes. no. I haven't watched I don't an care. episode since I, I was don't here. like it. So the that's TV fine. show. Talk what so you want about. So of this whole it. room, uh, only Jeff has seen the latest episode. Yes, Agents not of the Shield. Thor not, the one, not the one that's on tonight. Yeah, but yeah. Agents yeah. of Shield. You're talking Agents about. of Shield. I saw the first yes. episode. That's it. I'm about three in. I'm still waiting for it to grab me, but I'm still giving it a chance. It's not totally four and five that it really kind of. Okay. Really? So, so I'm almost there. It does work, me. though? 
Yeah, and in fact, there's some more stuff coming up. I don't know if it's in this article. That's but... probably this one right here. Ever oh since my God. the series launched, fans have been wondering how Joss Whedon's Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. might tie into new Marvel films coming down the pike. Now we know, and it sounds like fans of the show will definitely need to check out Thor, The Dark World, this weekend. Entertainment Weekly has confirmed the upcoming November 19th episode, The Well, will cross over with the new Thor sequel opening November 8th. Don't get too excited. It doesn't sound like we'll actually get to see any actual cast members of the Thor flick. Just not. some connective tissue within the storylines. Yeah, uh, here, yeah. Here's the episode's official description. In the aftermath of the events chronicled in the feature film Marvel's Thor The Dark World, Coulson and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. pick up the pieces, of which one of which threatens to destroy a member of the team. So. Yeah, they said there was some pretty major repercussions from the movie. One of the but team you know members Universe, gets so. destroyed. So kind of like the first episode where they kept talking about New York and having to clean up right. after the whole Avengers thing. Yeah, and that, and that's what I kind of wanted in this whole thing, what I felt I haven't got so far, Enough at least in the first three episodes. Have I they explained uh, the Coulson situation No, yet? but no, according to what the, the rumblings that we're going to get an answer on that sooner than later. Okay. Uh, but that's what I wanted. I wanted a... Uh, Stra- I wanted strands between the films. I was listening to the Nerdist podcast last night, and Clark Gregg was on. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's the latest episode of Nerdist podcast, but anyway, um, he was talking about how um, in some of the, the meetings he's had with the writers, they've talked about where, you know, they, they specifically referenced that episode, and as well as with all these other Marvel films coming out over the next uh, two years here leading up to... Um, um, Age of Ultron and said there will be more stuff f- from the films bleeding over into the series and and he said vice versa so they're going to they're really trying to keep the Disney and Marvel are really trying to keep this connected so that even though the TV series is a standalone series mm-hmm. and isn't completely reliant upon the stories that you're going to see on film it will the stories you see on film will affect series so i thought that was pretty good and and you know they've got two seasons committed to already sure so, so it's, it's kind of like the marvel's comic from like like 15 or 20 years ago where there was a there was a series where you're saying it is or you're asking yeah, so if i'm it's asking like, is it kind of like that not really no. um uh it would be nice to but that something like that i think would need a bigger budget than they have I think the biggest problem people are having with the series in general, because a lot of people are booing it, but equally as many people are enjoying it, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's because it's season one. And yeah. with with the exception of Coulson, all these other characters are brand new. So sure. you're still going through the you know the pains of character development. You yeah. know, you're still getting to know. It's like, is this a character that I'm going to like? You and, know, and twelve that's, episodes that's later. That's what I think I'm kind of really bouncing on it is that I'm having a trouble having trouble connecting to these characters. In general, yeah, but, but because they're, they're, they're taking their time mm-hmm. to do the character development, okay, um, I think that's part of why people are, you know, do I do I like this character yet or not? Mm. You know, yeah, but a good show. I mean, Breaking Bad, you're into those characters. Episode one, yeah, but but Walking that's, Dead, you're into that's those the exception. That's one. not the rule. How many episodic television series have? taken two to three seasons oh, yeah, I know. to get established sure. before people are like, oh my God, and, this is really good now. And when talking about Buffy, you know, another Joss Whedon property, I always tell people like, hang in there. Right? Go, you know what? Trudge <laughs> through season one because yeah. it gives you backstory elements that you need, but it's not good. <laughs> I'm actually working through that. With Even the, Joss Whedon said that about season yeah. one. And Buffy. then also He's season like, two, 
it starts clicking in season three, it's off. Yeah, that's, that's um, where I'm at now with season three right now. Yeah, I'm working my way through it. It's referenced in this book I have. It said that he came in not really knowing how to. He had been a writer in television, mm-hmm. but he'd never been a showrunner. So he had been he had worked in film and had kind of an idea how to, you know, run a film, but had no idea how to get all the things done that he wanted to get done within the eight-day production cycle and within the budget limitations of a TV series. So that very first season, which also is a mid-season replacement, they shot almost all those episodes before the season aired at all. So it it was completely filmed before it aired. So they weren't like shooting season one because it was a mid-season replacement. Okay, okay, I got you. They had started filming it long before it aired. So almost all the episodes of season one of Buffy were filmed before... It premiered on on the uh, or it WB. First season is very monster and of the wiki. So it was yeah. Well, it was it was all completely done. So he had to wait to get the feedback from okay viewers and and then you know the the uh, the network before he could really proceed. Gotcha. So I'm I'm still I'm not gone, and I don't think it's bad by any means. Uh, no, it's but not. I just, it but I'm not I'm not invested. Yet. Wasn't bad. I'm not yeah. vested. No, that, I mean, I know what you're saying. A lot of shows takes a couple of years, yeah. and hopefully, you enjoy the world they've created enough to be willing to sort of figure out whether you care for the people. But yeah, I usually the, give I usually give a series at least one to two seasons before I give up on it. The biggest gotta, problem I see soon. is the constraints of network television, the Disney thumb pressing hard on it all, the family friendliness of it all. Well, how's that any different than the, the current Marvel Dead. movies? The current Marvel movies have a little bit more leeway in that they are PG-13, and it's a little more stuff is acceptable in the uh, in the current, I, in the Marvel films. And watching what I've seen so far, it's no more or less violent or. But the budget they're, they're about PG-13. Budgets the budgets are increased, and the yeah. caliber of actor. Has been they've been very smart about their acting choices. I don't know yet. I haven't yeah. watched enough of Shield to say one way or the other. They got Coulson in there. He's good. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But I don't know. It's that's a hard that's a hard thing to sell. It is. But again, I think they're still finding their legs. Mm, sure. So, well, next story. If uh, it's no secret that Bill Murray has no real interest in reprising the role of Doctor Peter Venkman, but doesn't mean he's outright. He's lost all the love for ghosts. He'll be playing a particularly nasty specter in a new DreamWorks movie called Boo. That's B-O-O, Bureau of Otherworldly Operations. Uh Uh-huh. According to uh, director Tony Leonidas, the director, uh, the film is about two bumbling apparitions who find themselves in an extraordinary afterlife adventure when they join the Bureau of Otherworldly Operations, the Ghost World's Elite Counter Haunting Unit. And ultimately, must face off against the planet's greatest haunter. What the, 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 didn't they make that? They this? just made this R. with R. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. No, no, that's that's a little. This is a little different. That <laughs> yeah. that one. That one's basically a rip off of this. Yeah, uh, this one seems a little different, but maybe not. Maybe, uh, Murray will be taking on the role of the big bad ghost, Addison Drake. He joins a solid cast that includes Seth Rogen, Melissa McCarthy, and Rashida Jones. It also sounds like the Frighteners. Yeah, I'd say it's more closer to say the Frighteners. The Frighteners was just ahead of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, such a great movie. Really, really good movie. I saw that in the theaters. Love okay. that film. I'll put that one on the list too. Huh? That's, that's oh, you three good votes for it. So I'll you haven't seen it. Frighteners? I guess I'm going to have to. Now. Oh, dude. It's, yeah. it's so much really fun. good. Is it on Netflix? It's, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Dude. Um, it's gold. Michael J. Fox. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay. it's gold, yeah. dude. 
Jeff uh, Foxworthy. Foxworthy. Yeah. No Goldblum. <laughs> no, but I'll uh, tell you what. You know you're a ghost. You know who I'm talking about. The guy who plays <laughs> Gomez is in it from way back in the day. Uh, Rudy's dad. John Astin. John oh, Astin. Jeffrey Combs is who I couldn't no, think of. No, what's his name again? Jeffrey Combs John Astin. John Astin. Oh, I think that, about Bill Cosby. No, John Astin, which is the reason. Wait, wait. John Astin from uh, Beverly Hills Cop, John Astin? Or? John Astin from Gomez. Uh, like Adam's family. Adam's family. Oh, oh Don, John Astin. Which explains why Sean Astin is yeah. in the Lord of the Rings movies. That explains it. Uh-huh. And Sean Astin can act. Jeffrey Combs is always and trying to think of. And he is the son of That's right. God. Come on, Andy. It's so obvious that what he could do had nothing to do with it. No. <laughs> no. I Goddamn I, nepotism. I will never discount the talent of people born of other talented people, but at the same time, there are some opened doors. Oh, definitely. This is true. Yeah. And Peter Jackson does like to kind of stick with the people that he knows. Everybody does. That's what you do. No, I mean, you do what you, know, you You work with the yeah. people you get familiar with. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Look but, who's on this couch. Exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Do I know you? Half the Martin Scorsese films that have Robert De Niro. None of us have been in a Martin Scorsese film. What are you talking about, Luddite? <laughs> uh, <laughs> little do you know. <laughs> Going back to King News, director Juan Carlos Frensledi. Easy oh, for you to say. Easy for you to say. Prestadio. Prandandos <laughs> Carimbra. He's the guy that Starring in Bolomba Garible. <laughs> he was the guy that directed 28 Weeks Later. Has signed on to bring King's horror classic Pet Cemetery back to the screen. Again. For those unfamiliar with the, the story, follows a family that moves to a new home beside a cemetery that has the ability to bring dead things back to life. Well, I'll tell you what they ought to bury over there. Denise Crosby's career. Am I right? Am I right? Got to raise that thing from the dead. You got to give me that one. You got to give me that. Come on. I would, I but she was in the last this season of Ray Donovan that just aired. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Success. Career Fuck save. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, Get uh, the battles uh, out. It worked. Of Ray, a good series. of Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan on Showtime. Oh yeah, I've I've uh, seen some stuff about that. It looks pretty cool. It, it looks like it's, it's a it looks like a very series. adult and smartly written burn notice. It's so, uh, it's it's I'd say it's even edgier than that kind of a premise because it's cool. It's he's a Hollywood fixer, and you know people have heard about the Hollywood fixers for you know decades, but this kind of really gets into. You know what a fixer does, and you know in this fictional representation of how far they go to protect their clients. So, you so know. getting back to Stephen King, the man's written like six hundred fifty-three novels. Why are we repeating stuff? Six hundred sixty-four. Oh, sorry. Ah, oh, snap. That's why, Andy. Yeah. Most people don't know. Now, and the, and that movie still holds up. That's uh, one of the few <laughs> King adaptations that really, really worked as a film. Great, Fred. So. Uh, Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. Who's Herman the Monster. Herman Monster. Yeah, Herman right? Monster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he, yeah. He, he's also great the film. illustrator of Battle of the Frogs and the Mice, a that's true children's book from about sixty years ago. When I saw that movie with a buddy of mine, we both the moment they show the cemetery, we were both like, "Huh, that is exactly how I pictured that when I read it." Like we were both, <laughs> yeah. so, like we were both like, "That is exactly how I pictured." And it. I think that's why it's so successful. It really is a great translation of the book. Yeah. They, they didn't fuck with him much at all. That's like one of the only books of his I've ever read. And one of his best in darkness. Really? You think yeah. so? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that book actually disturbed Stephen King. He, uh, he put that one away for a while because he thought it was just too disturbing for release. <laughs> Until huh. he had to meet a deadline. Uh-huh. 
decided to pull it out. Good right. way to do it. Money. Pull it out when you need to meet yeah. a deadline. And, and, and a drug problem. That's else. what she have, said. Have you read Stephen King's on writing? I just finished no. it again. I read that, it to, that one. I read it again. Yeah. It's really super good. That's going to make an interesting movie. Uh, but the director, 20, 28 weeks later, I'm, I'm down. Just see sure. what he can do with it. Yeah. Sure, why not? That was 28 weeks later. Yeah, I've never, never seen that, that It was surprisingly good. That's, yeah. it's, it's, it was so good. A little longer than 28 days later. That's <laughs> a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say about seven times as long. I have it in a seven box times. somewhere, Kirsten. I'll yeah. loan it to you. I just got to find which yeah. box it's in. Not a huge spoiler, yeah. but they repopulate England after it was wiped out. And it's like, it's only been, mm-hmm. is it as is it is it 28 Weeks, weeks later after the Yeah, it's like, I, well, the first let's, let's let it clear a little yeah. bit longer than 28 weeks. In fact, <laughs> that film is so good that the original director of the 28 Days Later yeah. uh, is now doing the sequel inspired by that guy's film. Okay. So Interesting. If this, will this will be a trilogy then at that point? Yeah. yeah but it's like going to be 28 years later. Yeah, so 28 years later. Is well, it no, 28 years later? Actually, the, no they're going to go, it's going to be a prequel. It'll be 28 minutes later. 28 months later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. There 28 you go. minutes later. Just, 28 seconds later, kind yeah, of. To see. Not, we already saw that. It's going to have an economic statement. It'll be 28 quarters later. <laughs> 28 <laughs> Thank months, you, Jeff. months later. Thank you. mean, like <laughs> the financial quarters? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Nice. No, you used the wrong accent. <laughs> he was talking about the financial quarters, man. <laughs> I think you just used the wrong accent, too. Hey, it's closer than yours, fucker. At least I tried. I was just I asking tried. a question. <laughs> Go give him that. I don't got to give him anything. <laughs> Ever heard of the 70s sci-fi anime series Star Blazers? That's yeah. what I was just talking about. Space Battleship Yamato. Yes. Uh, Skydance Productions has hired Chris McQuarrie, who wrote The Usual Suspects, to write and direct a big sci-fi budget uh, tentpole based on the 70s anime series. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Space Battleship Yamato, which focused on a small team trying to save future Earth from an alien race. Here's the proposed synopsis via deadline. Earth's atmosphere has been obliterated by a distant alien race, and the survivors have one year before radiation will reach into their underground refuge and wipe out the whole race. Correct. The survivors get a shot of hope in the form of alien technology that can deliver a small crew across the universe and back with the means to stave off distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is to launch Star Blazers as a new sci-fi franchise with potential sequels a part of the equation if people come out for the first installment. So that's coming. That's, yeah, that's fine. That's actually a different enough concept. I don't mind him doing that one. It's yeah. gonna be really hard to make it work right, though. It, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And what do you got? What do you got? The Nimitz comes up instead of Yamato. I don't mind it being the. Why it's not, a resurrected why not be the Yamato. It's a resurrected. Why not the Yamato? Yeah. Because Americans will go insane. <laughs> a World <laughs> War Two battleship. A Japanese World War II battleship? People over the age of 40 will go insane. Okay. The rest you of know, the, the market for this Yeah, movie. Well, well, think about you're it. You're right. <laughs> hey, no, I know our, people. Our know. age range was probably one of the last that would remember that the what the battleship Yamato was. I don't think the kids that are the, the popcorn age crowd True. that would go see the film are even going to remember the Yamato. Well, I hope, well, I hope they do. Remember the they should. That's one of the, that's one of, that's they one should. Of the movies. I think it's called Remember Your Motto. Or you know, Yamato Remember forever. Your History and stuff. But I, I guarantee you, most of them are going to go. Well, it's history. Motto. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't give a lot of credit. Yeah, come on. Guys. I mean, who cares? I mean, it's all it's all fantasy anyway. But whatever. All right. It's obvious it's going to be the Enterprise. It's going to suck no matter <laughs> what. I'm afraid. 
I don't know. The live action movie that was done in Japan, it's okay. I bought that movie. Of course was you it, did. it was good. I haven't It's okay. It's okay. I need to watch it. I didn't know they did a live action film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Is it okay? It's okay. All right. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's all I right. mean, it's no karate motorcycle, but it's okay. <laughs> Zobragar. <laughs> yeah. Karate Robo Zabugur is. It is one of my all time favorite films. Zabugur. <laughs> Zabugur blows my fucking mind. God, I love that. I movie. tried, but uh, yeah, ten minutes. I was like, okay. Oh, you gotta hang. I'll just I yeah. It takes I, a while. I wanted to hang. I was oh. I was tying up the rope and everything. It, it if I had really, rafters, I wouldn't I be at this it podcast. Is, it is a total. So, so wait, 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 wait. You just said you gotta hang. It takes a while. Yeah. Wow. And you're the you're the guy that won't give any TV series. Oh, Jeff like serving episode. it up. Jeff serving it up, folks. Laying down the English. It's uh, true. As I said earlier. That is you like the biggest hypocritical statement I think I've ever heard it. from you. <laughs> but ladies, as I said earlier, you have to be enchanted by the world that they're in and be intrigued by that. And Paul, as we all know, loves that whole premise and that whole kind of world. So he'll gladly go on that ride for yeah, probably an Yeah, I mean, the story of a kid who's, who's, whose brother slash best friend is a transforming motorcycle. I mean, that's forget that's it. That's what you grew well, up That with. old yeah. story. Yeah. Ah. Mm, yeah, sure. that chest. Who then becomes, uh, oh, the whole, the it's journey, so good. the complete journey of that That's what I mean. Like, out of, once you get to the halfway point, you the, the movie ends and then it starts up again. <laughs> Later in the hero's life, and it's just so wonderful. It puts oh, uh, that movie is so. Out it of puts balance. everything on its ear. It's really, really. It I'm trying to think of what ass an movie. analog would it be. Is, I agree. It's one of the craziest. Okay, I'll I've tell you seen. exactly what an analog would be. No. I couldn't tell if you were screwing with me. Are you? you really are it's <laughs> crazy. It's <laughs> crazy as fuck. It's crazy as fuck. Crazy fucking movie. I've seen uh, it. It's out all of right, control. Give me the again. Give me the trying, So, 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 uh, Kirsten, are yes. you familiar yes, with uh, Pokemon anime at all? No, sir. Not at all. Not selling me so far. Give me, give me, (laughs) give me a cartoon that you are familiar with from your uh, earlier days. Dungeons and Dragons. No, no, no. A a, a childhood cartoon that you are familiar with. Dungeons and Dragons. No, no. I'm talking to Kirsten. (laughs) Battle of the Planets. Um, (laughs) G Force. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so the G Force can work as a perfect analog. Okay. It's not dissimilar if you can follow. So, imagine this. Imagine G Force ends. Right. Storyline ends. And then they come back, they cut back, and it's 25 years later. Okay. And so Ken the Eagle is working in a car dealership. Joe, the hot-headed one, has become like a shock jock, has been like three times divorced, was right. married to uh, the you know the swan for no, a while. No, he didn't marry Princess. Yeah, oh, exactly. fuck. Now exactly. I'm not watching this movie. You and just like, ruined it. And, like, and they got wait, kids. Wait. So what, kids. What happened with Cheops? Uh, the little beepy kid. Yeah, he started a speech therapy program. He's the only one that's adjusted. He like runs a school for for you know misguided youth and all this kind of thing. And so they've all got their disparate, fully half functioning adult lives that they've had to kind of uh, you know make sense of in comparison to all this crazy bullshit backstory. And then imagine the child of Berg Cast comes back. To avenge and fight the earth again, they have to get back together in their middle age, dude. It's it's phenomenal. Hmm. It really is. It's kind of like if you can see it through to the halfway point to twist. <laughs> it'll blow your goddamn mind. <laughs> it is. It's like two maybe. It's two. 
it might be three movies in one. It like it is a really like all of a sudden I was like, how did we get here? Well, then the other thing is <laughs> the other thing is it's a parody of an actual show. Right, right. Zabagor was an actual show back in the day, not unlike uh, Kamen Rider and uh, 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 Ultraman, that kind of a show. Oh boy! It's yeah, Ultraman's what I think of when I see the so the, the it, box cover. Yeah, is, it, is this thing on Netflix too? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to watch Karate Rumble Zabagor. It. It's Attitude you know what brother. I will say. It's it's not uh, have whiskey. It's it's <laughs> worth a view. It is an unusual get, movie. It is worth. It is a unique. Duncan journey. to watch it with you. It's got just an what is he thirteen now? Sixteen. He's Dude. forty. Oh, he might dig it. He it, will love it. He'll either love it or hate it. No, he'll he will fucking it. love it. He might love it. <laughs> the Paul seal of approval guarantee. I'm guaranteed if it he'll is a love very it. unusual movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's very unusual. I love that movie. I bought it. I have a physical copy of it. I want it so bad. I have I have priced out the Zabogor models. The two hundred dollar wow MediaCom. Yeah, they're pricey, but they're awesome. Sure, I might get one. It's on my wish list. I didn't mean to take a for all your shelf space, hole. huh? Fuck no, her. it was impressive. I got shelf space. Yeah. Thank you, you for coming you to my uh, aid. There, it is. It is a. It is a laudable. No, you're lucky. Bonzo's not here tonight because you'd have been out there all alone. <laughs> if Bonzo's seen it, I think you would appreciate it. I don't know. Well, he does like the. Lake. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't have the passion for it that Paul has, but it was. It was. It is something to see. It is definitely something to see. Mm-hmm. It's a very unusual movie. Quite unique. According to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy and several members of the filmmaking team of the next Star Wars went to corporate parent Disney recently and asked to push the new Star Wars movies release back to 2016. (gasps) The screenwriter, uh, Michael Arndt, departing the uh, project and Abrams having to start from scratch on the script with Lawrence Kasdan's help, uh, there were concerns that the movie would not be ready for cameras to roll in early 2014. (laughs) The uh, Disney's answer, a resounding no. All right. <laughs> Time is the tyrant, baby. Disney CEO Robert Iger was adamant that the film come out in 2015. Probably to meet the demands of Disney stockholders, merchandising partners, yep. quarterly profit All targets. The publicity they've done, everything, man. As a result, the pressure is now on. <laughs> the start of shooting has already been bumped from January 2014 to the spring which will leave barely a year for post-production if the movie wants to meet the 2015 release date. If they at least move it to December, which is a bit heavily rumored, that gives Abrams and his team a little breathing room, Uh, but Iger's entire marketing strategy is apparently based on the movie coming out in the summer, so he won't even compromise on that. Either way, this is classic Hollywood example of setting a release date before you have many pivotal elements of the film, including a satisfactory script and a solid cast, in place. (laughs) And to do that with Star Wars franchise that's already been damaged Star by the Wars prequels. Star Wars is awesome still. Is taking an enormous risk. The reporter notes that, a uh, fuck. that Abrams seems to think he can make a 2015 date while Kennedy was the one pushing to move the film back a year. They should just rewrite it based on you know, Waiting for Godot and have like, you know... Yeah, sand just make person, it a really simple. Sand man. person and uh, and uh, <laughs> Jawa. Uh, Jawa sitting out in the desert. Well, you really... So, you where's want- he at? You really want to do a nice, uh, nice crossover. You you do the waiting for Godot, and you just grab Gandalf and Picard, who are doing waiting for Godot, and oh, you yeah. just you stick them in Jedi robes and let it yeah, roll. And there you go. 
There you go. That's true. If you did the sand person and the <laughs> Jawa, you wouldn't even have to worry about dialogue. It'd just be... Quite frankly, that would make as much sense as waiting for the to go anyway. And then R2 can come up. And Chewbacca can you know come up. And well, that makes sense with the two characters that come through. Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, boy. So, yeah, so there's... I read something about this as well, same thing, and it's and the other part of that is like they they truly could give less of a fuck. Everybody knows the prequels were garbage. So they don't care. They're like they really just like look Can't you do can, worse than that. Yeah, Let's go well, ahead. They, not even that. They don't even care if it's worse than that. Any and that's true. Aren't we all gonna go see that movie? Yep. We're gonna see the uh, seven. If it's right? crap, we may not go see eight. Oh, I'm going to uh, see no. eight. We're all going to see every <laughs> yeah. fucking one of them. Yeah. All right, it'll be all. Adam, I'm with you on that one. I'm yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, stop. Yeah, you, I did. You, you know what? I didn't I have, see. I, didn't I haven't seen Pacific Rim. <laughs> well, that you good. I mean, there's a whole bunch of these like Ted Poe movies I just missed because Pacific like, Rim does not have the. No, that's the different thing. Yeah, yeah. that's, but that's, but that's a new IP. I mean, I didn't see three in the in the movie in this. In the but you guys don't drive a stormtrooper car. No, I don't. That's you true. guys don't. don't have a Darth Vader shrine. No, I don't have that's a problem. A you guys don't own many small lightsabers. Segment of the world. <laughs> not really. It's not as small as you think. It you is, guys don't have a picture of yourself holding a lightsaber. Yeah. I do, as of like an hour ago. So. I, I actually have that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what well, you're let me, let me I agree with you. It is. It's a corporate mentality. It's a thing of look. We have a. We have this bit of merchandise, and they're right. And we're going to get it out thing there. Is and right. we told the people we're going to get it out there on this date. And screw you if you can't get it out there in time. That was the deal we made, and that's what we're going to do. And we're sticking with it. And to a certain extent, I can't blame them. Look, I bought the action figure of. Dax Gungar or whatever his fucking name is. The, the diner g- guy? Yeah! <laughs> exactly! Isn't that more of an inaction figure? Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 but he's got that pulling up his pants action. As much with as the I button. hated that movie. Actually, the, the Clones is the one that's got a little bit of something going on. Yeah. But Clones is maybe, okay. But, yeah. You know. You know what pulled me? I, I, when, I, when that scene came, I in the theater, the first time seeing it, not like... Uh-huh. Watching it for details later. The first time I saw that scene, you can see through him. Can you? There are big holes in his model. Okay. <laughs> and it was obvious to me the first time I watched it. Well, it he, has like, four, he has four arms, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Maybe he, you were just seeing. No, no. There's holes you were, through uh, the middle of him. Okay. <laughs> you mean in between the arms? Well, that's because they were arms. He has armpits, There's buddy. holes between his. <laughs> through his shirt, it goes to nothing. <laughs> No, but I, actually, I've heard the same thing. I've, uh, it's on I agree. Now. At the okay. same time, you don't announce you're going to release a movie until you know you have a movie to make. Yeah, well, yeah, guess this, what? But this is not about the art. This is about yeah. money. This is about yeah. marketing toys and mm-hmm. selling crap. Yeah. Well, and they were on track until Arndt suddenly went, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that, and walked, or whatever yeah. he did. Or whatever happened there. Yeah. yeah. If I can't make my Jar Jar Binks movie, I'm not going to make there a movie. There you go. <laughs> Can you imagine if it's all about Jar Jar Binks? There you go. Can you That's, imagine if Jar Jar Binks that, is even You want to talk about them not caring. There you go. If they stick Jar Jar Binks in it. That's right. Or a different Jar Jar Binks. I oh. double dog dare you to write a Jar Jar Binks novel and try and sell it. Has that it happened? It would sell like crazy. Jar Jar Puss. Next no. Christmas. Jar Jar Binks and uh. Rosencrantz are dead. And it's all from their perspective. <laughs> Waiting for Jar Jar. <laughs> it would be... You, you, you could do 
you could do a brilliant send-up of the original trilogy through the eyes of Jar Jar walking on the outskirts of all those scenes. Yeah. You could do a brilliant thing. But, I mean, essentially, R2 and 3PO are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. So, you know. But that's uh, Lion King one and a half. Jar Jar Binks and Watto are dead. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Watto is the other one, yeah. And King Part 3, Carrie Fukunaga. You know what? Why don't you just Fukunaga. stop? Fukunaga. Just stop. Fukunaga. Fuck your nugget. I should read stories about America. Karen, fuck your nugget. <laughs> fuck but not nugget hole. Maybe you should spell this out phonetically. Kathy, fuck your nugget. So long ago. Kathy, fuck your nugget. What'd she do? Fujibaka ducket. Kathy, fuck your nugget. Fukunaga. Kathy, fuck your nugget. Everyone's a ducket. Have a drink, folks. Make it a double. The filmmaker behind last year's adaptation of Jane Eyre. Is taking the reins of a two-film adaptation of Stephen King's It. Whoa! Wow! This must have you peaked. Uh, boarding the uh, project as director and will co-write the script with Chase Palmer, who previously adapted Frank Herbert's Dune for Paramount. The uh, best-selling book when it was published in '86, It, like The Stand, is one of King's biggest and most dense tomes. The story follows a group of kids called the Losers Club who encounter a creature called It, which preys on children whose favorite form is that of the sadistic clown named Pennywise. When the creature resurfaces, the group bands back together again, but this time as adults, even though they have no memory of the battle. Wait, is this a whole robot thing with the guy with the, with the, that Paul was just describing? With a robot motorcycle? It's yeah, that's, that's exactly what, <laughs> what this is. What well, no, you were saying, the, the, you were saying 25 years later, oh, they have to band yeah, back together yeah, to deal with the same it. scenario. Man, there's yes. only seven stories out yes, there, yes. dude. Okay. Right. This is one of them. How many of them involve robot uh, motorcycles? Well, okay. Four of them are <laughs> Paul's voices. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> story number seven five is voices in search of a story. The book was previously adapted in the 1990 miniseries on ABC, starring Tim Curry as Pennywise. What, uh, what was this your feeling about that TV adaption? Uh, the first half is awesome. The second half is crap. That seems to be the general consensus. Yeah, it was just kind of. Well, eh. that's well. Frankly, this is another one of those examples of a novel that I don't see how they're going to film. Um, it's one of the few novels that I've read more than twice, and the ending is so cerebral. I mean, it happens in the final fight is not a physical fight against a spider. It is a mental fight, a psychological fight that happens in the imaginations of these adults versus these these ancient Lovecraftian creatures. The end of Evangelion. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure Stephen King loved Evangelion. I think uh, Hideaki Anno, I'm sure, respected a lot of that. Now, part of the end of Evangelion was due to budget constraints, but a big mm. part of it was it all became a cerebral thing. Okay. The final two episodes of the anime itself are completely but in the main character's brain. But also kind of Freddy Krueger, too. Um, yeah, that's what makes uh, Pennywise so fun is that he uses your fear against you to because you taste better when you're afraid. But it's... I, no, I love that whole, the novel to death. Yeah, the battle, a mental battle of things in, is hard to film. It's much easier oh, sure. to That's uh, why we do so, a podcast. So there's no so filming the mental battles that go on that here. There's actually another mm-hmm. character there's in it, battles. which is the opposite of it, kind of the good side of... Yin and yang, baby. The yin and yang, but a very apathetic yang. For the listeners at home, there's a giant it 
piece of artwork over uh, Torgo's head. All right, and a yeah. and a um, sadly broken one over on the table oh. fell off the wall yeah. that I have to repair. But yes, I love it. I commissioned two pieces of its artwork uh, from my girlfriend. But it's it's uh, commissioned all the same. Side note: that nightmare one is magnificent. The the color effect for the lighting is magnificent. Yeah, that's good. She's good at what she does. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but I'm excited about this because I want to see another crack at it. Let's face it. The TV series of it was four hours long, yeah, and that's two movies basically. So yeah. he's got go. that much time to tell that story. There's you think the first movie will be the kids and the second movie will be the adults? Yes. That seems like the logical. Yes, the book is split up that way. Will the first movie have a you know ten year old kid sex scene? Uh, they... I hope. <laughs> Was that out loud? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Whoops. And because I, yeah. I was told about that scene, and then when I read the book, I was like, "Oh, yeah. wow, right, wow." Yeah, that's Eric. they weren't joking. That actually happened. That really, yeah. yeah. You know, and she's like, you know, in a way, I was all there for. Yeah, no, not in a way, honey. You, you were. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Rewind it. Great novel. I expect great things. Don't let me down. There's a. Uh, there's something to it. I think that I find, it. you know, well, there's something to it. <laughs> I find it real, I don't know, reassuring, cool. It, tilting at windmills, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Filming the unfilmable. It must be tried. Reach for sure, the stars, for it, you'll grab right? your moon. I mean, hey, well, there was what a, was the last big project like that? What was the one? Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Well, the I mean, Rings, yeah, there right? was a time where people said you could never get the Lord of the Rings yeah, on, and, on film. And I, I am still waiting along with, I know, a handful of other people to see someone really make a go at Infinite Jest. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's a 12-hour project yeah, in the, at the least. 1,000-page book. He's, yeah. That, and it'd be... Anyway, it'd be so good. But I'm encouraged by the hubris and the audacity of people to just fucking go for it with sure, shit man. like that. I can't wait because I don't think they can do it yet. It'll take another 20, 30 years of technology. But Tuesdays with Maury, I just can't wait until. Never there we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then get it right the first time. Quick, get a picture of that. Tuesday, Tuesdays with Maury in space. <laughs> Hey, Maury, it's yeah, I mean, Tuesday. You just can't do it justice. I, I don't know how they could possibly do it. brought you some soup from Pluto and shit. <laughs> oh, wait. You're, wow. Boy, dude, that last line, you totally Adam Sandler. That was amazing. <laughs> wow. Voice number six. You were right. It was, face. It was an Adam Sandler quality joke. Yeah. Well, don't you remember? He, he looks Sandlerific. Yeah, when, Just, I, when I'm clean shaven and have, have dropped a little bit of weight, I get he looks like Adam Sandler all the time. From Punch Drunk Love. You, you lose mm-hmm. that Ben Affleck? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ben Affleck goes into Sandler. Didn't yeah. you ever see that? that <laughs> That's, Paul, what I, that's what I hear. Paul, once again, I am forced to salute your sheer talent because who can do that, really? <laughs> Didn't you ever see when Paul took the, used to take the, the DVD cover of Punch Drunk Love and he would pose next to it? Profile. In profile. Oh. Yeah. 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 Actually, see? I do recall that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not exactly. far off. We have, we have a similar uh, profile. I like that movie. According to a post on its official blog, Ubisoft is planning to phase out its Uplay Passport program. And we'll begin by offering the online pass for Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag as a free download through Xbox Live and PlayStation and there Network. Was much rejoicing. Quote, the Uplay Passport program was the Uplay Pass... Uh, 
was uh, initiated as a means of giving customers full access to support for online multiplayer and features along with exclusive content bonuses and rewards. What it became was was a dark, nebulous hole. (laughs) Of all the things I banged my head on. In, oh. in video games. It was the Uplay Pass. You have no idea. He, uh, was it uh, Revelations? I have was that been, the one? I've been playing through all the uh, the Assassin's Creed games, you know, getting ready for the new one that just came out. Have you played the new one yet? Uh, no, I'm getting it on the next-gen system. Gotcha. So. But every time I want, I put it in, want to play the game, it takes a good 20 minutes or so to get through all the Uplay Passport bullshit of entering codes and then responding and putting in this password and, and just bouncing off of it left and right. And it's just so aggravating. And of course, the most aggravating thing is this last summer when they lost everybody's codes and passwords and vital information to the hackers that broke in and everybody had to change all their personal information. So that, which makes you go, why did I have to do all that security yeah. shit in the first you, place? You had to change your mother's maiden name? Yeah, and boy, was that expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a complicated what, process. Well, which it's which was the, the one that... Work. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's was it hassle. Revelations that you played recently that, that I, I walked into the room and you were just sitting there frustrated as all hell? No, or? I think it was the third, Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. Yeah, I think. Well, Re- Revelations also had its He had popped it in, and I, I rarely see him get upset with a game, but he was just sitting right. there How? so aggravated. And I'm like, what's Wh- wrong? And he goes, I've been spending the last half hour trying Why to do this Why keep the gamer away passport. from the game? Yeah. That's yeah. what it comes down to. To protect our intellectual property. That the gamer paid to use because that's the deal you make. Yeah. I yep. create right. something for you to use, sure. and you pay so that you can use it. And guess I mean, what? I could that's make right. it for eight bucks, but instead, I'll pay you a hundred <laughs> so that I don't have to. <laughs> make it for free right. in my mind. And 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 the and the and the killer thing about that is that only the paying customers have to deal with it because the bastards who cracked it and put it on the pirate webs for free. You don't have to deal with any of that shit. You go yeah. straight to playing it. They're realizing so that more yeah. and more that, that, that all that stuff, that pass protection shit, is really just punishment for paying customers. It does nothing yeah. to abate or affect the piracy issue. No. It just pisses it, off in, people. It pisses people off, invades yeah, their privacy, and two causes kinds, ill will. There are two kinds of people in the world, those who pay for things and those who don't on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think a majority of us pay for a majority of what we use mm-hmm. on the internet yeah. because we believe in supporting the things we, we believe yeah. in. Where do, where do the people who spank the pictures on the internet fit in all that? I thought spank the pictures? What? Spank two pictures. Oh. I mean, spank the pictures? He said there's two people on the internet. There's two people on the internet. One guy is masturbating furiously pic- all day long. The yeah, other guy's really. typing. That's it. There's two guys making the whole internet. There you go. <laughs> one guy's just jacking it. <laughs> the other one uploading pictures. It's a lot of work. Feverish paints. 10,000 an hour. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. $10 an hour to make the internet. You too could make the internet. $10 an hour. I could make that for $10 an hour. No, I could make it for eight. (laughs) And the final story, I I left it for last because I don't know enough about this. Uh Uh-oh. That if this is a good thing or a bad thing, I didn't know if to put this in, you don't give a shit about, in Week and Geek. I, I'm, I was so perplexed. What the ass is it? No, no. Wow, twice in one podcast. <laughs> one of the most beloved sitcoms <laughs> of the 1990s. Yay. Full House. House. Full House. Really? Mm. Oh, God. Boo. May soon be returning to TV in a sequel series. No. Centered on DJ and Stephanie Tanner. No. They're giving it the Zorbergard treatment. Don't worry. No. Danny, Joey, Jesse, and Rebecca are returning as well. Oh, no. God. 
News of the Tanner's family return was originally revealed in the Newport Gazette when series creator Jeff Franklin let slip that he had begun work on the sequel to the hit ABC series. Uh, I've heard nothing about this. I just pull a random sitcom out of my mouth and... (laughs) I, I thought you were on. Much, uh, I thought your finger was on the pulse, man. Oh, I think that's pretty much the business process. But there, <laughs> there it is, though. I mean, it's on the tip of your tongue. The beginning of the end. Man, I hated that. So, Everybody ha- so much. You know what's funny? We were just in the right age where we could hate it. But the kids who were younger than us, my two younger sisters, loved it. it. Watched it all the time. They're laughing their asses off, and I'm like, "That's not funny." Yeah. So that's that is not all funny. You 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 two just had complicatedly stated we're all getting old. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. (laughs) We knew that. Uh, I I, I I deal with that that every day. The the Full House revival can be too much of a surprise to anyone now that Boy Meets World will be returning this year. I didn't know that in a sequel series of its own titled Girl Meets World. Yeah. I'm all for that. Give me more Topanga, yo. Still, with a 20-year gap between its cancellation and a return, there's... She's good business. 20 years later. Dude, she... Dude, do you, no, do you know she's great? Apart Have from you, the weight fluctuation, you, she actually does look Oh, my good. God. Oh. You oh. need to go on oh. somewhere with that shit. Take a drink, everybody. Oh, beautiful no, 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 woman. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, like, about... Ten well, years ahead. ago, uh, she like ballooned up. Listen, man, <laughs> she had an awkward day. Leave her alone. You are crass with nope. that shit. She was pregnant. The pictures are out there. Oh, no, this is before. <laughs> this is before she had kids. Brought to you by TMZ. The, yeah, exactly. She was just on TMZ because of motherfuckers like you talking shit about her weight in her recent wedding pictures. She, she is the rail thin. That's not the one that I'm p- talking about. Did you go full Kirstie ta- Alley? You're talking about Topanga. Yes. That's her. No, I'm not talking about the wedding pictures. God, I'm talking I know about you're talking, but it doesn't matter. You are critiquing Whatever. a person for their weight fluctuation, and that is bullshit. It's what we do in our society, Bull- yeah, man. Yeah, I realize that. It's a shame. I fucking realize that. What, you, Paul? And it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. It's a terrible way to start a conversation about a human being. So the racism is fine, but the weightism is off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this weightism. You wow. beat me We're, too. <laughs> you gotta have your priorities. Man. A man's a, gotta have a code, right? It's Man a different. A code. If I, if you find me attacking personally an individual because of their skin color, I or wasn't cream, attacking her. Then okay. I you made, just said, I made a in spite of, despite, except for the times when she was heavy, she's beautiful. Is what you just said. I love her when and when she's not a chunko. When she's not a chunko, <laughs> look out! Get the fuck! And then see, you know what? And that it was and not that, an attack. It was a statement of opinion. All right, I'm going to tell you, you make tons of every single day on this episode on these. Shows. I do, I do, and I have opinions, and I'm going to tell you an opinion of mine right now, Jeff. That oh, you're not going to like. Oh snap! That very statement serious. from you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tells me you will die alone. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Jesus Holy shit. <laughs> we need to pull the gloves off. Okay, right. folks, this is an example of what happens when you don't have neurobliss. If you, <laughs> if Paul, has, Paul if hasn't you had any neurobliss. If you can't learn to accept, understand, and appreciate per- people Drink when they are undergoing difficulties, you will never be able to appreciate and understand them when news, things man. are going really well for them. Same difference. There's your problem. You got blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> I got red blue, red bull blue balls. Red blue what? Red blue, bu- red ball blue balls. No, but I just, I just saw her on TMZ talking about this very thing. So it's fresh in my mind, and it's very upsetting to I hear that. that same comment coming from us 
over. I mean, it's it's preposterous. It's it's more to the point of just of just women in general getting this. You know, I am a fat fucking guy, and I am allowed to be fat because I'm a male. I'm getting. Too- I am still. You know, I still get. You know, there are things that that uh, you know I, I get rubbed the wrong way about, but I've accepted it. I take it on. You know, I take it's a personal thing that I've done. You know, I have the, I have the ability to change, go back and forth. I've gone back and forth. I accept it, but for females, it's a different ball of wax. It's a really rough thing societally, and it really gets on my nerves. Yeah, I'm getting two things in this. One is that you're a sensitive, uh, interesting, deeply multi-leveled guy, and the other thing I'm getting is you watch TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> two night, two days in a row. Last week, uh, my wife watches when she comes home from from for her lunch break. She throws on cops. She likes to de stress with a little cops. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and so and right after cops comes TMZ. So I'm just sitting there letting it play in the background, and she happened to come on. I can't remember her name now. What is her name? Her actual name. Oh, I have it here. Yeah. She, it's not Topanga? No, 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 it's not Topanga. She what was the odds? host of uh, a soup spinoff, which talked about all the um, oh, yeah. the talk shows. It was really funny. She's very, 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 very funny. Very, very smart. If you you know, she's just a really, really funny, cool person. And that's the thing. But she's dealt with weight her whole life, as have I. And it's like but for women, it's a whole different thing, man. I have been fortunate enough to just be born with a wiener, so it's okay to be the fat, funny dude, and I can get away with a lot of shit. Women don't get that break. It's fucked up. I mean, people like Melissa McCarthy, brilliant woman, and she still gets judged just straight up. Rebel Wilson, same thing. All these women just having to put up with an extra level that I have, I have never had to face on my own. I don't know. I would have probably no no hyperbole. I might have offed myself earlier on in my life had I been female faced with the same uh, physical weight challenges that I've had to face as a male. And I think it's terribly unfair, as is all of life. But it really gets on my last nerve when people start off a conversation about an individual with their straight-up weight. That's some heavy shit. It is heavy shit. You want me to to respond to this? Danielle Fischel. Sure. My thing is... I usually look at things from a rather emotionless, very analytical aspect. Okay. Now, in response to what you just said, when I see somebody that fluctuates that much, there's usually something wrong, something something wrong in their health or their psychology that I'm, you know, it's... Okay, you've just validated what I was saying. No, I'm saying that there is something underlying wrong with that person, and it saddens me that you know that you know somebody's health is suffering in this whole situation. Okay, you know it's like all right, you know what what has happened that this person is (laughs) is a fatty? What's wrong with the fatty? Adam, did you bring a ukulele to get us out of this mess? Did you bring a ukulele to get us out of this mess? I have, <laughs> I have known people that were both beautiful looks and mentally, and just a, an overall beautiful person, and I have watched them deteriorate before my eyes because you know one thing or another happened to them, and even though there was plenty of support available to them, they just let themselves deteriorate. So I think when I see somebody <laughs> go through that kind of stuff, you know, from a purely, you know, physical standpoint, you look at them and go, okay, what is wrong? What needs to be addressed? How can this person be helped? I would because say, a lot of times there is a much deeper 
issue. I would agree. I that, would agree, but sometimes that some people just hungry, and sometimes well, you get older and metabolism. That's a big thing. Sometimes, sometimes you're a star in Hollywood, and Hollywood is fucking well, and, nuts. And yeah, Hollywood is very has, unfair. Yeah, crazy I mean, you that. Ideas and, and, and you know, and you know, you know very priorities. well genetics and predisposition. Oh, yes. All this stuff plays a part in oh, it. Yes. It's not always what's wrong with them. It's what was wrong with their parents genetically in a lot sure. of ways. Hey, hey, don't, a lot. Be, don't be blaming mom and dad. I, <laughs> I blame my parents on. for everything. <laughs> Come on, it's all their fault. That's yeah. a fucking cop out. I know it is. I know it is. It is a cop out. It is a cop out. The metabolism shift is actually a pretty good point too, though. I mean, you're you, you can't eat the same thing you can eat it when you get older. Don't things I know shift. It. Oh, you and, can and, eat it, and you don't always. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can but you don't it. always see that change right away. And, yeah. You know, and yeah. Like, oh, sometimes it takes you a while to catch up to that. Yeah. I yeah. went through that, you know, mm-hmm. last few years. I've had to cut back on a lot of things and start eating healthier, etc. But so, I would argue you can find a middle ground where, sure, yeah. you understand that there's something that might have happened or whatever, but then. You've got to be a little more empathetic, and I am empathetic. Okay, so I feel for these people. I mean, I've but <laughs> had my weight issues in the past too. All right. Okay, I'll. <laughs> We're gonna just let it at that. So full house, full house it is happened. back. That piece of crap show. Yeah, full house is back, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. and so so uh, Bob Saget's gonna make another here, billion felt, dollars. Is this what is this? Good news, bad news, indifferent news? What do you got? I, I didn't know. Terrible. I didn't know weird about news. Terrible actually, news. What's his name? Uh, what, what's the guy that played um, the blonde guy? Um, Dave Coulier. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I heard, know all the stars, and I've never seen the goddamn show. I heard him on um, on the podcast on uh, the um, Rob Paulson podcast, and okay. I and I was I was very interested in listening to him talk. It made me actually interested in watching the show, but not so much actually went out and sought it out. Okay. I mean, it's a to me, it's a non. I'm not going to watch it, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, well, here's yeah. here's here's a little history of how, <laughs> how that all happened. Uh, Full House was canceled 1994, but at the time it was still pulling in 11 million viewers an episode. In uh, Dave Coulier's episode of the nowadays. Kevin Pollock Chat Show, the, uh, the uh, former Full House star revealed that Ted Harbert, the uh, president of ABC Entertainment, now the chairman of NBC Broadcasting, wanted to move their more mature 9 p.m. lineup, Roseanne and Home Improvement, to 8 p.m., and in order to do that, Full House had to be canceled. So after cancellation, Full House went on to gain even more popularity in syndication, where it's said to be so popular that there would always be an episode of Full House airing somewhere in the world. Today, Full House still airs in 11 countries, including America. Yeah, I was going to say, I flipped through the channels the other day, and it's on I was there. like, Full House is on? And of course, with a sequel series, comes with new faces, new settings, essentially new everything <laughs> except the familiar characters. As with Boy Meets World sequel, the Full House sequel will continue by telling a modern tale of the Tanner family with DJ and Stephanie, and most likely their family, taking the majority of the lead. Which one of the twins gets to come back? Uh, they're going to have probably both, right? I mean, point of this article, I mean, I've, I've snipped stuff out for this part, but like everybody's back on board. And they Probably didn't say the like so one said, so one is not asylum. in here, but so you know what? I actually now that I think that I haven't seen the show. I thought it might have been one of those shows where they had twins playing one part. They, they did. did. They did. Okay. So there that's Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. There was like one? one episode where they had them both on together, and it no. was weird. I have a tiny little I don't remember a whole lot about it. hope because deep down Bob Saget is a dark dark he's guy. got a twisted oh, he's, sense he's of humor funny yeah. as hell, yeah. and he can be kind of funny he gets real 
grossy gross. But I know his. Yeah, he's a filthy comic. Yeah, he can yeah. be. He can be funny, but and he always was. But yeah. he might be twisted enough to take this in the direction of parody. When mm-hmm. they bring it back, but I doubt that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think I he has that kind of control. Gonna, no, exactly. Do nor nor do I think that product would fly. And nor Good do well, I. Stamos I don't, said it that would be a great five episode arc. Yeah, it would be ki- like if it, if, it, if it was handled by the BBC. Sure, it could be a brilliant six episode. Great on college humor. Skewer everything yeah. that had gone on before. The two girls show up together. It's all fucking weird. You know, both the twins are. Yeah, who knows? He did sure, a he it, did a great one on, on SNL. Bob Saget did a great parody of America's Funniest Videos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean... He's and, got it and, in and him. And just, I mean, He's it, got it, it in him. It just They're all... deconstructed everything that was weird and wrong about that show. Yeah, and John I mean... Stamos did an interview where he was talking about Bob Saget. He said that when he got cast as the dad, he was just like, you're casting who? Because I mean, that was before I think even Stamos got cast. Because he was just like, I can't see Bob doing this wholesome because he had known him for like a decade yeah, before that filthy and comedian. all of his stand-up and all of this stuff that filthy. he had done yeah totally totally blue totally disgusting he's filthy i mean yeah and so. on a side tangent uh what's that special they do every year on the uh uh, uh cartoon network the greatest thing in television ever, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> greatest event in television history. Greatest event in television history. The new the one's next coming one's out supposed to be weekend. coming up. Is it this weekend? The, yeah, the nice. 7th, I think, is what it's I know nothing of what this is. The, it's a remake of the intro titles to some popular show, right? Right. Well, that's that's. it was really drow- shrouded in mystery up until the, until the first one aired, and it was a shot-for-shot reproduction of the intro to... Simon and Simon. Yeah, and then, and then been, last been year was one, heart right? to heart. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's it's shot so for shot. Last year, last year's wasn't as great as right. the first one. Well, but, this year, uh, this uh, one is supposed they've, to be they've better. Re- they've released a hint, and I don't know if it's for sure what this is, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> they they uh, that it's uh, they might be doing family ties. Family ties. Okay, yeah, yeah that so. makes sense. Sure. So Ooh, that's that that's happening on a tangent. Uh, so tune in because that's kind of fun. That's like that show. Those 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 are there a shaky cam joke there. For what? Family ties. Oh Shaky. boy. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Okay. You <laughs> see, you know, what? I, wow. you know what? I hate when people do that. I hate when people go into <laughs> and making fun of, of someone, someone's disease or malady that they there can't control. I hate that shit. Paul, uh, except you know, that he's Andy doing it right doing now that. on his own show. <laughs> <laughs> Andy was Andy was just doing that to get yeah. Jeff off the hook. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's on your hook? Write to us at oh, comments shit. at uglycatshow.com. Mm. And thanks for joining us. Uh, again, we do this as a labor of love, and we like that you like to join us. So so thank you so much. <laughs> we like that you like us. I like that you like <laughs> you me. You like us. It's you nice really, really nice like us. Nice. <laughs> and, and those that don't don't like us, fuck you. And if you're in Las Vegas, go see Adam play ukulele. Yeah, uh, yeah. this Sunday uh, afternoon at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'll be over at the Art Square Theater which is right next to the Artifice near Charleston and Main Street in Las Vegas, Nevada at 2 o'clock uh, singing some songs with my ukulele and a couple friends. Rock stars love you. Uh, yeah, strangely enough, uh, rock stars do love me. Tracy Guns and Andrew Freeman, and it sounds like Robin McAlory are all going to be there. So if you're fans of those guys, you might get a chance to see them. <laughs> I and saw it last November time, one. and it was amazing. Just it is a good out. show. It's worth it. What's that? What's the date? Sunday, November. Sunday, November tenth. Yeah, November tenth. Yeah, Sunday, okay. at two o'clock. 
It's uh should be fun. It's a uh, pretty much a whole new show too. So because I'm an idiot and a maniac, so <laughs> six <laughs> six weeks later I'm going to do a whole another ninety minute show of music. That's great. <laughs> now you got two under your belt, man. You got uh, a like an hour and a half. The three under either my belt, ready to but, go. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. So. Brilliant. And also, I I have a movie online at Vimeo under. That's what I hear. Cosmail Films. Cosmic? Or cosmic, cosmic films. K O Z M I C F I M L S. Cosmail, cosmic films. That, that's the Cosmo magazine for men. Mm. Uh, the movie's called Wins a Lot, so check that out too. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff. Commander K. Captain Luddite. Fact check Dandy. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. And get your copy of Christmas Puss now. Yeah, we have Good to luck. figure out a way to get people <laughs> to do that. <laughs> if you're in Vegas, you might be able to find one. When it's we have that figured program. out, we'll let people know how yeah, to do that. We'll, we'll, we'll Those of you who know Paul, I'm sure you could ask him for one, and he'll probably bring it to you within six to eight weeks. Yes, if you know me and you want one, <laughs> you got $5, it's if yours. If you want to buy one I really and like willing you, to pay the shipping handling, write to us on comments on Ugly Couch. Well, it's Paul, so the handling will be free. In fact, if you live in town, he'll just come to your house to handle you. Yep. <laughs> the stains are free. You do not have to pay extra for the stains. That's how you get the autograph. In fact, yeah. you have to pay extra for no stains. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want this thing mint? Good luck. <laughs> and you don't mean taste like mint. No. Oh. no. Ah, the peppermint octopus. Mm. He is green. He is. He could be the wintergreen... That would be the next thing, a scratch and sniff version. Yeah. Why do uh, I think of blue with wintergreen? What happened to What has marketing done to my brain? You think of blue with wintergreen? Yeah, that's spearmint what is savers. green. Yeah. I think wintergreen is blue. Because a lot of packaging. Might have been, the yeah. Might yeah. Cold in winter. Ice. Packaging for lifesavers. They broke my brain. <laughs> um, yeah, what happened to scratch and sniff? That's I guess you're weird. right, though. Because peppermint, what happened to scratch and sniff? Uh, peppermint is out right. there just in Probably something really, it's probably really bad for you. You think I, so? I think people just got sick of the fact that you can use it for like three times and well, then it doesn't smell anything. They anymore. use it all the time in, uh, you know, perfume ads. All right. And let's not face it, pizza smelled like armpit. Oh, it's perfume, though. Yeah, it did. Right. Oh, the pizza did stink like a butt, man. Oh, pizza the, stickers oh. were so gross. It's like, oh, why does that smell so terrible? And then you keep smelling on it. Yeah, yeah, you can't get enough <laughs> of that yeah. butt pizza. Pizza butt. It follows after. Uh, Banana uh, smelled great. But nut pizza. I used to have a Garfield <laughs> sticker book just full of fucking stickers. Maybe Garfield, Garfield smells like maybe bananas? They did no. That. no, it smelled like ammonia. Maybe they did that to get us all used to anal sex. <laughs> used what? to it. Was that part of the homosexual agenda? Was that no, part I'm not of saying, the, the I'm not saying agenda? with homosexuals. I'm saying with oh, everybody. Oh, thank you, agenda. Orson Scott Card. <laughs> 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 I thought I'd bring it full circle. Oh, <laughs> Orson scratches their card. <laughs> it smelled like sour milk. It's a homogenized agenda. <laughs> He's the one who suggested it. <laughs> bad touch, bad touch. <laughs> <laughs>